Rawhead and bloody bones steals naughty children from their homes, takes them to his dirty den, and they are never seen again. Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch your face! was on the verge of becoming a man eater welcome to the say you love satan 80s horror podcast this is your host stephanie bobby i want you to meet my colleague dr hamilton and i'd like you to get the fuck out of here it's all get out of here Here with me today are Jesse. I ain't no stranger to wet panties. Hey, and I'm also on a first name basis with pussy. You know what I'm saying? Can I get a cup of tea? Why don't you go fuck yourself? Melissa. You know what I was thinking over there? That there must be angels. Because they're sure as hell is shit like you. You have very dirty eyes. Anyone ever tell you that? And John. And in hot weather like this, what else is better than a World Wrestling Federation ice cream bar? I scream, you scream, we all scream for Superstar Bar ice cream, tough guy! Ice cream bars! Oh, they're our favorites! They're my favorites! favorite! I just want have to take! Oh, my God! 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 Oh, my I prefer dead things, with one or two exceptions. On this episode, we will have a post-apocalyptic arcade, followed by our feature presentation, Raw Head Rex from 1986, which was a Patreon pick by our good buddy, Dr. Benny Graves. But first, we're going to make a pit stop at the sleazy speakeasy. Wine was invented by the Romans for orgies. And orgies are not too much fun if no one wants to do with you. You're supposed to spit it out. But no way, Jose, am I spitting this stuff out. It tastes like fruit. <laughs> Sweet berry wine! <laughs> All right, guys, what is everybody drinking tonight? I am drinking from my good buddies. Uh, we called them the Beard Bros, Drew and John. They got, oh, my God, the Beard Bros. <laughs> they got some epic beards. <laughs> they um, got me like a whole bunch of Neshaminy Creek beers for my B-Day when we went uh, Axe Throne. And I'm still finishing it off here. And right now I'm drinking Neshaminy Creek's Pineapple Shape of Haze to Come. It's an unfiltered double IPA dry hopped and conditioned on Pineapple, 8.8%, and it's a pint can. Fucking delicious. Can I, good. can I just say I appreciate a good aluminum can? Just an aluminum can with a label can. slapped on it. I enjoy it now before the taxes. <laughs> what does that mean? The tariffs that are going to 
hike up the price on aluminum cans. Oh, goddamn Donald Trump! <laughs> and my leftist view. <laughs> Fuck you! No, I love, actually, I prefer to drink things out of cans than bottles. Yeah. And I've always been the like car- that. The carbonation? I don't know. It's just like, I think like from because I'm so conditioned to eat soup out of cans that like, that like the, 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 the aluminum makes Cam- it makes Campbell the beer taste good. Yeah, I don't like know. that metallic taste. Because when I drink stuff out of bottles, I'm like even Coke. I'm like it's not the same. It doesn't taste the same. It doesn't taste crisp. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a punch to it. Mm. It's just all around better in a can. Yeah. Although I think I, I I don't know Coke I prefer I like the bottles the bottles look nice really no like, like the nice fancy bottles uh, yeah Coke. and you're wrong again <laughs> oh the fancy like it's classic okay. yeah the classic Coke yeah um, okay I'll go next I'm drinking the last thing uh, same thing Ugh, same <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking the last thing the I'm first thing drinking the same thing I was last time um, it's the Austin East Ciders original dry cider and uh, Drew uh, and Drew and John brought these too yeah can you just start changing it up a little bit. This like, is what was in like the goddamn Steph, on the, refrigerator. On the, table, on the table right now, we have a bottle of Jack Daniel's original number seven recipe barbecue sauce. You can drink that. <laughs> but you know, I and don't, at least it's something different. You know, you know, I don't like barbecue sauce. God damn it! What? This no. rich thick show me, sauce delivers a full body taste. <laughs> show me on the dot where the barbecue sauce touches you. Because why Jesus. would you not like barbecue sauce? I don't know why. I just don't Steph, like if it. you don't like barbecue sauce, you don't like America. I don't like barbecue sauce. I don't like chocolate ice cream. I don't like Wait, Oreo do you, cookies. Do oh my god, we are not friends. And you don't like peanut butter. And I don't like peanut butter in things. Like chocolate. This is what I deal with, guys. <laughs> what so just, the fuck is so, wrong with this bitch? She doesn't let me eat sandwiches either. No, no bread. No, no pasta. So no see, this is what I live with every day. It's like an enigma. <laughs> Holy shit. And then I always think that Steph doesn't like chocolate cake because she doesn't like chocolate ice cream. And, but then, it's she, not the and same. then she yells at me because she likes chocolate cake but not chocolate ice cream. Yeah, she's fucking psychotic. Lock <laughs> oh this bitch up. Lock she's, her up. She's a walking contradiction. <laughs> it's all it is. Um, Isn't that a song? Yes. I just made it up. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. No. How does I it think go? you were going very superstitious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, well, right. Walking contradiction. Like Ryan's on the wall. He says, "Don't eat Oreos." Chanel, <laughs> <laughs> there's Don't. chocolate in it. <laughs> I like peanuts. I like peanut M Ms. Why does it make sense? You fucking bitch. <laughs> but she oh. likes the caramel M Ms. Nobody likes. I know. Oh, I like the, no, man. Shout out to the fucking man. <laughs> <laughs> John, what do you got over there? I am drinking Dr. Hooper, which if you recall, is a mixture that I concocted many, many moons ago. By moons, I mean episodes. Peanut butter baby. Um, it's <laughs> so you concocted or you stole it from Toby Hoops? No, well, he made no. it in... in it, it, it was known that memoriam. Toby Hoops liked Dr. Pepper, so I took Dr. Pepper and crack and rum because they're both black and I put them together. And it tastes good. And what John's not saying is he also crumbled up like Marlboro cigarettes into it because W. Hooper was always <laughs> yeah, smoking them. Yeah. So he gets, yeah, no. he gets the so nicotine in there too. Yeah. Ah. It's chunky. John's got a little grit in his teeth right now. A little bit <laughs> of that you know, what, you guys got shots of rum, aren't you all? Yeah, mm-hmm. we're going to do them at, at the end. Uh, at the very end, we'll do it. At the very. The bar end. Because you know, we need time to recover. So Melissa's over there drinking a lot. Yep. yep. Like many things have been happening. I have a lineup here. Um, I First off, I'm on a rosé kick again. So I'm doing the Crispin Rosé because I felt like I needed a step up from like that other bullshit. That's a very that's uh, what you have sometimes calorie yeah. heavy drink. Crispin, Melissa, you need to go. No, it isn't. You, Melissa, you need to go 160 back. calories a bottle. That's really good. Yeah, that's yeah. really good. You need to go back to the days when you used to make specialty drinks for the episodes. Yeah, what happened to that? I think it ended at Killer Clowns. Like it wasn't like a long thing. But she made fun. that con candy thing. It was, was fun while it lasted. Elaborate. I guess. Elaborate. <laughs> I mean, I, I could it. I could do that, but no. Um, so <laughs> Guys, I want to contribute to the podcast, except that one thing now. Well, I wanted to try this. It's not as good as the the other one that I was angry last orchard. time. The angry orchard. Yeah. I'm really surprised actually because I we usually love our Crispin. Yeah. But I've got another one I'm going to try next week, and then I also have some tequila with the uh, blood orange. 
juice. So and a half, like a, a, half a shot lined up. And to. a half a shot lined up because it's Saturday night. Saturday night in the and city. Writing's on the wall. All right. Up next is the post-apocalyptic arcade. Just your soul will suffice. And now it's time for another post-apocalyptic arcade, everybody! Yay! Yay! No one can see the arms are raised! <laughs> um, the Mummy Demastered is first up. That was released October of last year. It's available on Steam, PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. And it's amazing! Next game. <laughs> uh, it was developed by WayForward. You may know them from... Actually, they did a shit ton of games. Uh, mostly on like Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, Nintendo DS. The Alien one. Um, they did Alien Infestation for DS. Oh my god, DS, I don't want to play that shit, John. Which, Shorty's Worldwide, if you have a <laughs> DS and you don't have this fucking game, you're doing it wrong. Oh my god, because I after like I played this game, I looked it up, and then, I think Sal, no, Sal told me, he's like, dude, they did the Alien Annihilation game. I was like, oh, I don't know what that is. And I looked it up, and I was like, oh, I'm coming! Oh my god, I'm coming! Yeah, Alien Infestation is a Metroidvania-style alien game with really good pixel art. With um, permadeath, fuck, man. With permadeath, where like you control one marine at a time, you can rescue other marines. But like, if you get killed with that marine, that marine's done. And they come with like preset gear and stuff like that, like somewhat with smart God, guns and flamethrowers and stuff. Why is that just like a DS? Why is that a Nintendo DS exclusive? Because it was using like the it was using the dual screen with like the map and oh, the bottom and God. the gameplay it up hurts top. My, it hurts my soul. I'm actually kind of shocked that they haven't made a sequel to it or like gone a second and been like, yeah, we'll take your aliens license again and do something else with it. Like, why not? I mean, please, um, please, for Justin's sake, please. Another, another game for the DS <laughs> that they did was Contra Four, which Shorty's Worldwide. If you collect DS games and you have a DS and you haven't picked up Contra 4, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you because it's a numbered Contra game. It's very faithful to the original Contra games that are numbered. It's... Hey, yo, listen. Anything by these guys... Got good pixel art. I, I'm... Um, to Jesus. I'm gonna it's buy super it. hard. It's got... It's got replayability. Um, it's got... It's just basically classic side-scrolling Contra. No filler. No added bullshit. Just pure Contra. No filler, all killer. Um, mm-hmm. like that Silent Hill band. Book of Check Memories out. for PlayStation Vita. It's not good, but it's Silent Hill. So that's a plus, I guess. Question mark? Wait, what did you Maybe? say was for PlayStation what? Vita. What's that? That was the handheld after oh. PSP. That's only PlayStation Portable. Stuff's <laughs> cute. Stuff, stuff's like, I'm contributing. I asked the question. Stuff's like, what, what is that? I didn't legit didn't know about that. Um, so. Listen, she's not drooling on herself. She was, and snoring. She was game curious. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> DuckTales Remastered, which is one of my favorite games of all time. They remastered it. (laughs) Super good. You can find it pretty much on any platform. Sorry. (laughs) Very soup. No, she's good. (laughs) I'll read my history. (laughs) Pac-Pass. Woo! 
And that's it. And do, you think Scro- <laughs> do you think Scrooge McDuck would be Republican? Put him, yeah. put him yeah. He's actually Donald Trump if yes, he is. he is. Yeah, he would, actually. Yeah, through that. I was going to say, no, he'd be Bernie Sanders, but no, he totally no. wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. I always was confused. And that genie movie's still the best. I was confused how he used to dive into the, the gold coins. coins because he would, just, hurt. he would just smash his face. No, the best die. is the family guy when they did that and Peter like broke all of his bones <laughs> and his body. He's like, why? Why? Who would do this? <laughs> um, the soundtrack is by... Seattle, Washington's finest, Monomer. You can find him at monomer.bandcamp.com. Uh, his preview al- albums include Quite Operational from 2013 and Labyrinth from 2014. And the best way to summarize, you're listening to the music actually right now. Jesse's putting it in the background. But the best way to summarize Monomer's sound is 8 slash 16-bit chiptunes melded perfectly with synthwave and it's fucking awesome yeah, it's awesome. Meld it. It's it, no it is it is perfectly. he does it perfectly um and he uses plogue which is like has it's a, basically like a synth emulator and it can emulate like all the sounds of all the old like um uh consoles and stuff like that so it is it's fucking amazing like i mean well, that is like not that the mummy game's not like an amazing game but i can just say like if it didn't have that soundtrack it wouldn't be like a 10 and then the soundtrack lifts it up to a 10 the soundtrack is fucking awesome. It's great. Does and it lift it, it up where it belongs? Though? It does. It puts it right back where it belongs. <laughs> lift me up where we belong. It's got like a little bit of cream of wheat going off of its chin. <laughs> so the Mummy Demastered is another Metroidvania style game. Mm. But the weird thing is, is that it, this probably, I don't think it's this would have It's based on the worst movie ever made It of is all based time. on the worst movie <laughs> made. But this movie also gave us the trailer in which Tom Cruise Dies. double screams. Because they fucked up the trailer, and I guess they put some weird audio oh, no. in, yeah, into it. Yeah, I heard about that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh my god. Yeah, the scream that he does in it is very, very. He, he strange. basically like there's a there's a part like in the very beginning where he gets sucked out of a C one thirty. Yeah. And he goes, Just, and then two seconds it. later he goes, <laughs> go on to go on to YouTube and type in like Mummy Tom Cruise isolated, and it'll just be his voice. And it's and it's a ten. But yeah, this is based on a shitty Mummy franchise movie that was a reboot that you know. Universal was trying. Universal was trying to reboot the monster. Universal monsters. And so God like, bless and, you, and Brendan Fraser. <laughs> I found out this week that he was molested in his butthole what? by somebody. What? <laughs> well, I think it was actually, like, actually the gooch, but yeah, the gooch. Somebody. <laughs> yeah, he said, up I'm getting real. And shoved the finger in the gooch. Yeah, Melissa. He. I think the direct quote was, "Somebody stroked my taint." Yeah, <laughs> and it made him what? feel like a little kid. Who strokes a taint? In Some random dude from like the Ford Press. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, he like ran. Figure along the R.I.P. Brendan Fraser's career, and then yeah. he made like a little like gooch mustache on himself, <laughs> a little young Brendan Fraser. I mean, that's a good way to like. T- I do like, this stuff all the time. I say I'm doing the Fraser tea right now. Does. <laughs> <laughs> Every I day, the, I call it the Fraser. Every day, but it's a Metroidvania style game. You're supposed to be one of these like tactical SWAT guys yeah. that's like going after Princess. What's her? I'm a met. Whatever the fuck her name so, is. So like the whole thing that's cool to me is how I like it's super. It's super easy. Number one. <laughs> <laughs> Put it up, put it up to the microphone. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> that's the best part is that's not a Wilhelm scream. That is actually Tom Cruise yelling, and then they just sampled it twice. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I like this game. It's really easy to pick up. It's not like a difficult game by any means. It's like it's it's not like a game that's like very 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 um annoying. It looks good. It's fu- it's just straightforward fun. It's not extremely difficult, but you, uh, there's an option to bump up the difficulty. I'm, I'm guessing. So you can I, play I it on Switch, right? I just put it up on normal. I don't think it's no. It's not on. Sw- uh, no wait, it is on Switch. Yeah, yeah. I, I got through that. it real real 
I got it through it pretty quick, and then I'll, I got fucked because I was, like, at the end, and I came into a glitch in the game. Because basically how this game works is, you're, um, you're a character, and if your character dies, you generate as another soldier, and you have to go back and find that soldier to get all your old equipment, like Who's the a guns, zombie. upgrades. Yeah. You have to kill him first. Oh, shit. And if you keep dying, then there's more guys you have to kill in order to get your stuff back. So it's kind of a pain in the ass. But I beat the spider boss, and I climbed up high. And I went up there and I died, and then it spawned me down below the spider chamber, which is sealed off, and there's no other way to get back there. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not gonna, pl- I'm not gonna start over." Yeah, again. and I didn't, but I actually will go back and play this game in a couple weeks probably because it is a game you can play over and over again. Yeah, and it's like a maybe like a five hour game. Yeah, it's not a most. huge commitment at all. Um, my problem was I picked secrets in it, but not my a lot. problem was I'm gonna play Witcher three, and I got so fucking pissed off with yeah, that game and just fucking and I gave up on it. Mm. Yeah, Jesse's like, I'm gonna commit myself to playing a hundred hour RPG, and I played sixteen hours of it. <laughs> Did you play Monster? Hunter yet? Fuck no, I'm not playing that game. Oh my god. No, I don't no. think that's a game for Jesse. No. no. Either. It's just like, I, it's, it's corny to me, but like, no, I get why it's a big thing, but it's just, to me, it's corny. I mean, I like watching Alex and Sir Whiskers, or, or Sir Sprinkles. <laughs> Sprinkles. I always want, play. see, I play games like this, and I want Steph to watch, but Steph gets just, she's like, yeah, I'll watch it, and she's on her phone, or she walks away, mm-hmm. and it's just it's, like, it makes me sad. Yeah, well, it's that's a, not true. I was watching play Witcher. God damn you. God <laughs> damn you. It's a very formulaic Metroidvania game. I, I think the only downside to it is it's, it is very short and like it's not it's not doing anything new in the genre. It's just a very competent one of those games. Yeah, it doesn't have to do anything new for me. I enjoyed it and I would love to see like more games like this because they're just like they don't. It's not bullshit. It's not like smaller and farts. It's just it, they do what they do. Amazing. It's perfect. They don't have to switch anything. I like the game mechanics in it a lot. It was very easy to control everything. It wasn't super complicated. The bosses were fucking great. Like that's where the graphics really shine when they were able to do like these big bosses. Um, in their own style so I, yeah I had a ton of fun with it ton of fun and I think the price point should be like under $20 so you could probably yeah. find it on sale it was like $19.99 yeah. yeah I got mine cheap it was like on sale when I got mine on I think PS4 I got mine for like, like $10 yeah, it was $10 bucks. Yeah. and I was like this fucking so wait for no, it to no go on sale find it yep get it buy that shit not Steel. to change the Steel. subject but didn't you did you beat ever beat Limbo I did I beat Limbo and I beat Inside oh shit so what about um? oh yeah Inside that's what I meant the ending of, of Inside Inside's a little bit of a Green uh, teaser. The ending was amazing. Spoiler alert, but like you are like the alien in it at the end, and you turn in the big blob. Yeah, you're like a blob of different people, and then there's arms. Fucking and amazing! Legs I and love when you have to escape the fucking lab, and you're like a big blob of people, and there's like arms smushing and people so over. Yeah. It's so fun! It's so fucking fun. It gets it's it's because you're because the whole time you're trying to like if you played Limbo, you're you. You know, you probably have a grasp of like what they they try to do something. They try to let the story unfold like slowly, and you really don't know what's going on. And then at the end, you know, you have a bigger idea of the whole puzzle, or at least like more more of it. Like you still, it's kind of like ambiguous at the end of the of this game too. And then when you go back and do like the secret stuff, like you can go underground and unlock mm-hmm. that like what was, what's bunker. Down there? Like a bunker down there. Yeah, it's a lot of cool shit. In you it. find the person that is mind controlling you, right? The player essentially. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that inside. Did he say, "Would you kindly"? No, it's not Bioshock. <laughs> but good job, Melissa, throwing that in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I know references. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Inside's really good. Like I think it's like a, I think I beat it in like four hours too. Like it's a very short game. You push to the right, do some puzzles, and mm. it's, it's and not that bad. was and I thought like I thought Limbo was a lot more difficult than Inside was. Oh yeah, Limbo. Uh, I, I, oh Limbo is definitely more difficult. Some of those puzzles. Yeah, man. some of the puzzles. I was like, what the fuck are they trying to tell me to do yeah. here? I think Limbo is playing with physics more. Yeah. Yeah. I spent yeah. more time in Inside trying to get all the collectibles. Than I, I feel did. like yeah. Inside had more of a story to go with it. Yep. Uh, so that's it, guys. It is time for Trailer Trash. Trailer 
I saw wasn't human. Oh, my God! It was very tall. And what's more, it saw me. This thing. Our feature presentation is Rawhead Rex from 1986, which was a Patreon pick by Benny Graves. It was rated R, and it had a budget of 1.5 million pounds. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. Give me um, the pounds. But the gross is unknown. But it was low budget. It it Everybody high. agrees it was low budget. Oh, it was low budget. The people that worked on the for film sure. agree that it was low budget. Alternative title for this movie? Piss priest. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't know that from watching the movie. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, taglines. He's pure evil, pure power, pure terror. Mm. Pure peepee. <laughs> pure hornia eyes. Pure, pure rhinoceros. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys know that in the scene where that dude's sitting on his knees, Rod Rex is pissing on him and baptizing him. Did you know that? I had no fucking clue what was happening. Did you know how they did that scene? They just duct taped the fucking water hose to him. That's I, what he's pissing. I didn't know what was happening, and I definitely thought his chest was being, like, I thought he was, like, warping into something. No, I didn't know he, what I didn't was know happening. Either. He's pissing on him. Because how when you're watching it on obvious? YouTube, you can't see anything. No, it's he's dark so shit far on away. I think it's hard to see, too. Yeah, it is. I, know, the, I, could, I rewound that shit and had no idea what was happening. Yeah, he's pissing on him. Pissing, pissing. Really? Mm-hmm. Baptize him with urine. I don't. It, is this true? True? Yeah. Oh my god. De- Declan loves a pee pee. He's into the water sports. He's like, finally. <laughs> I wondered finally why he was so excited. Happened to me right in front of my face, and I just cannot hide it. And the writing's on the wall. <laughs> oh yeah, the baby, baby talk. The baby backup vocals. Someone has awakened him. That's, I num- mean, that's number two. No, the priest was awakened. I mean, they weren't really awakening him. They were just trying to get they dug him up. Yeah, they're digging him for yeah. like. For it was very <laughs> earnest. <laughs> earnest P. Worrell. Ernest Halloween special yeah. where he accidentally <laughs> dug up the trolls. I think that's what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean, Vern? You know what I mean, Vern? 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 I, mean, I saw this guy on the ground, Vern. I was like, it is stone. It's got to go. It's got to It's got to It's absolutely got to go. <laughs> okay, and finally, he lives again to feed again. 
I don't know. That Did he do that? I mean, he, I, he, he was, fed a lot. But he was always alive. He was just down was there. Was he feeding? I thought he, he was, was just murdering. No, he was I feeding. I mean, he was eating them. He's he hanging them upside down from trees. Yeah, but, but he doesn't really eat the feeding. He, he just no. like licks their blood. But, he goes, blah. Yeah, and, and technically he wasn't dead. He was just buried alive. I mean, his mouth was not like imposable. Like he couldn't actually do anything. <laughs> like I did. I just saw. I just saw him blink. There was no way. In the Blu-ray, you can see that he's got an inner set of jaws, just like an alien. You and Giger, see, and you Giger was like, on, really? Uh, really? You're doing my thing? Not on YouTube, you couldn't. You cannot see that. <laughs> it's just a plastic head. Well, go, yeah. back, go out and get the Blu-ray. <laughs> With uh, red eyes. So the back of the VHS is from the Vestron video, 1987 release. Oh, 1987. Vestron. I got this one. Vestron. I got this one on VHS. Still <laughs> got it. Still. Still, still got it. Still, still. I like to rub my clitoris with it sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to tell you something, guys. I'll tell you, um, you know, it's kind of a disappointing cover for the VHS copies. It's got, like, Rawhead Rex's eyes, and he's, like, standing in the doorways. It's not that impressive, and I wish I wish they really would have shell out the money to do a proper art box for it. But, you know, some things are just not meant to be. From acclaimed horror writer, Clive Barker's Books of Blood comes a tale of devastating fright. Rawhead Rex. Rawhead Rex is a demon, alive for millennia, trapped in the depths of hell and Fu- waiting for release. <laughs> trapped a foot underground. <laughs> <laughs> so deep, barely covered in topsoil. <laughs> the worst name ever for a I'm demon. So, <laughs> I don't know how he fit down there, because like, the thing that he was on top of him was so large, but then he comes out, I mean, like so small, and then he comes out, and he's fucking like eight foot yeah, tall, and he's like a muscular he's monstru- man. Monstrous. He's monstrous. monstrous. He is held by an ancient seal in prison for centuries <laughs> well, in a barren field near the hamlet of Rathmore, Ireland. In time, this gruesome legacy has been forgotten, dismissed as an odd pre-Christian myth, until Tom Garren a name you won't remember, <laughs> decides to plow the field his ancestors knew better than to disturb. The seal is broken, and an unspeakable evil has been unleashed on a rampage of blood and lust. Howard Hallenbach, an American historian on a working vacation in Ireland, discovers on the stained glass windows of the local church which he visits about 15 times throughout this entire movie. <laughs> and this movie. is the entire movie. At and he point. takes pictures with a fucking Polaroid camera. <laughs> Not getting any oh deeds with a Polaroid camera, bro. <laughs> the series of scenes illustrating the reign of terror of Rawhead Rex. No. But the one piece of glass depicting the defeat of the monster is missing. Howard is desperate for an answer. For Rawhead Rex is loose. And he it keeps going. Is Insatiable. Oh, and he's raw. So again, if you him picked up the box, that is the entire plot. If you picked up the box and read this fucking shit, you knew about three quarters of the plot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, if you picked up the box and started reading, they'd be like, "Sir, we're closed." <laughs> <laughs> Did you just fucking rent the movie? <laughs> Sir, are you gonna pick that up? You have to buy it now. <laughs> so it was. This isn't a fucking library, okay? <laughs> 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 it's pretty much what it was. You're reading the front page of a newspaper, like, sir. Could you pay for that? Yeah, so many people were trying to get by in the aisle to like go rent like another movie. Like, excuse me, excuse me. Oh, I gotta start over again. I gotta start reading this description over again. Oh my god, I lost my, I lost my spot. I lost my spot. <laughs> this time I'm gonna pull a finger on it. <laughs> You're like, oh shit, is this pre-Christian myth? Oh, okay, I only get the pre-Christian oh, okay. myth. Okay, the more I read it, the more times I read it, I'm, I'm really starting to get into the story. <laughs> so it was directed by George Pavlow. Um, he directed Transmutations, Little Devils, The Birth. Screenplay written by Clive Barker. And um, he wrote, what, I guess, 
Transmutations. Oh yeah, Hell yeah. Transmutations, Hellraiser, Hellraiser Two. Yeah, it was called like Night- Transmutations was called like Underworld or something. Yeah, there like was that. another name. Yeah. Name. yeah. Uh, Nightbreed, Candyman, and Lord of Illusions. I actually so- didn't didn't know he wrote the story. I've seen Transmutations like a million times, and I honestly didn't know like that was his story. And it, god damn, it's appalling. Like that movie's terrible. It's oh, really? garbage. It's trash. Oh wow. Much um, like this movie. Like the, like the <laughs> pants that the monster is wearing. It's just made out of and garbage bags. No, he's a fucking, he's a Hulkamaniac. Yeah, he's, it is all about wrestling. <laughs> like he's wrestling. It? I mean, like that's all it is. They're like, oh, the WWF's popular. We're going to fucking cash he in also, on that. also, you know what else? He really hates baking goods. Like powder. Oh my god, I mean, yes. Flour, flour and butter and eggs, especially eggs. Fuck this shit. Um, no, he just, no, just, he just destroys everything. He just punches things and he picks guys up and strangles them. Yeah. But he doesn't ever do anything. No. He's just like, I'm going to pick you up and strangle you. He's He's there, I got these retractable claws. You're only going to see them twice and <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to use them. He's yep. like, they're pressed on nails so they'll fall out if I use them a lot. <laughs> uh, music by Colin Towns. He worked on Vampire's Kiss, The Puppet Masters, and Chiller's TV series. Creature Effects by Peter Litton, and he worked on Slaughter High. I mean, Creature Effects. I don't know. (laughs) He designed with like a drawing on it. (laughs) He designed the creature, another guy designed the mold, but this is the guy that's responsible for what what you see of Raw Hip I got a big guy and I just kept slapping clay on him and I was like, it's done. (laughs) And then I had like an extra wig laying around. It was actually a Davy Crockett hat and I spray painted it black. Mm And my inspiration was, uh, it was a rhinoceros and uh, some uh, kind of a dinosaur. And a, and a gorilla that was horny. <laughs> uh-huh, gorilla. <laughs> exactly. He's got his lipstick hanging out. Okay. Uh, the cast was just a bunch of Irish actors that are not They're, known to any of yeah. us. They right? did theater stuff and some stuff locally Somebody to Ireland in, um, and the UK, but the nothing you would recognize. Chronicles. I think oh, really? the little boy grew up to be in the oh, Frankenstein well, Chronicles. Machine Bean! Oh. Somebody Goddamn. give... The actor who played Declan, like, just give him an award. Give him all the awards. Give him, like, the award of best B-movie actor and then any other award you want to make up. Yeah. Give him, I want his house to be full of trophies for this performance. I mean, he gave a lot of effort, for sure. Every line Is he delivered. Is Declan the angry priest? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The crazy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Um, so, formats. VHS released in 1987 by Vestron Video. DVD released in 1999 by Pioneer Entertainment. Why? Which is out of print and apparently worth a lot of money. Oh, shit. Why? Look at that. For people that collect out of print DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> so about know. all 10 of you. <laughs> Listen, I know I can get the Blu-ray, which is higher quality for like half the price, but like I want that sub-quality like, you know, DVD. Yeah. Because it has no artwork and nothing's appealing about it. <laughs> if it could be scratched also, that, right. would, that would make best. Yeah. And have like dried up come on it. <laughs> Sandwich Blu- grease. Blu-ray released in 2017 by Kino Lorber Studios. Oh, I know them. And digital available for paid streaming via Google Play and on YouTube for free. That's how I watched it. Yep. And it's you know it's top quality. And it's funny because it's right underneath the pay one. I'm like, fuck yeah, you, YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring your ass. <laughs> and you're like, why does it look like somebody smeared gravy well, on the on the, on the, on the, on like, the I, I have it on VHS, but it takes me like at least at this point two weeks to find a movie. So like I just try yeah. to watch it for free because I'm like, oh, I know I have Jesse, it, but it's somewhere in the mail. You have a large collection. You have to get the organization. We have no, we have no space. There's no space to organize anything. And now that we're getting books, it's no. even worse. <laughs> Why like, can't you just make like a video bridge? Well, we can't. We also, what's a video bridge? I don't know. Like, oh. we just, like <laughs> I feel like you should just surround all of your doorways with it. I could do that. Yeah. No, I told you I'm saving them so when I would die, you guys can make me a casket full of <laughs> yeah, made of yeah. VHS tapes. Like a yeah. ship, and you can push me out to sea because it'll be buoyant. I mean, at this point, we can and make then have John shoot like a fiery fig there. I mean, you're like, this yeah. is the, the way, This is the way he would have wanted it, and then it just slowly sinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And then you come back up because you're like, you ruined my VHS tapes. <laughs> All right, time for trivia. 
Clive Barker's short story, Rawhead Rex, features a boogeyman with origins in the British Isles that appears in written counts going back as far as the 16th century. Rawhead, or Bloody Bones, is a monster that would often be described as sitting on a pile of bones, usually the bones of children he had eaten, with blood running down his face. Why is it always got to be about the children's? What? I mean, they got the, the sweet meat. Michael Jackson read that, and he's like, <laughs> I like this. I'm going to base my life on him. <laughs> but I'm not going to eat them. But, you know, but, but, you know I'm not going to eat their soul. Throwing up blood doesn't sound too good, so I'm going to call it Neverland Ranch. But, <laughs> do they ever actually call him Rex at dressing. any point? He does say, they do say Rawhead Rex. Oh, That's okay. his whole name. I thought I just yeah. heard Rawhead, and you I was know? like, also, why Rawhead? Like, Rex, well, Rex. I just think of a raw red rocket every Rex time. Rex is it's signifying king, king yeah. so he's king Rawhead. Oh, God. Raw is like, in the book they describe his head as no. being, his head was like raw meat. But yeah. The, the book is much more like, like, um, a, like a raw, fresh, explanatory cock, yeah. organic yeah. Dickhead. Like yeah, when yeah I, that's what I'm. Artisanal. Like when I, I slap assume. when I slap my dick out on the bed, I'm like, eat that raw meat. <laughs> and Steph's like, I don't know. Like, She's like, I like it cooked I'm a little bit. Of <laughs> uh, long before the brothers Grimm began collecting, transcribing, editing, and publishing the folklore of their native Germany and surrounding European cultures in the 19th century, people told these tales around campfires or beside the hearth. The tales were used to entertain each other and teach children about the dangers of wandering off into the forest alone. Listen, little Billy, you go out into that forest, I swear to fucking Christ Almighty, this man's going to be out there and he's going to feed you his ranch dressing. <laughs> and, no. But it's not going to be like, you know, the delicious- It's not going to be a hidden valley. It's going to be a hidden valley that's going to come from his fucking crotch. <laughs> oh and he's going to make you dip that shit. No. And all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Um, the church has meaning in the story because it houses a pre-Christian relic that has the power to subdue and ultimately defeat the raging god of sex and violence. There are only two things Rawhead fears, menstruating women and pregnant women. Samesies. What? Prior to the Christian influence. <gasps> oh my God. Many pagan re religious practices revolved around female sexuality and fertility. Rawhead also fears the fact that women have the power to create life from their own bodies as he personifies death. Oh my God, it all makes sense now. It makes so much this, more sense, well, right? This, yeah. When you read the short story, this is very yes. like... Uh, we'll talk about it. Me and Seth yeah. will talk about it because yeah, we, we actually just The movie it. is very subtle with that shit. Very subtle with and that even shit. Well, I picked up on it in the first... Like when he first encounters the pregnant chick, but I was like, okay. They do not do a good job of no. like... They nope. don't. They just don't nope. try. So like this is like I don't even know why they bothered to be honest because they're just doing like a straightforward like monst big monster going on a rampage. You yeah, don't just take all that out. Yeah, if that's what you're. It gonna is do. inconsistent with the rest like, of the just movie take until it out. the very end. Clive Barker hated the film. His dissatisfaction inspired him to take a more central role when making Hellraiser. And this is a quote from Clive Barker: "Monster on a rampage stories are about the phallic principle. Large males run around terrorizing women, basically." I wrote a story about a 10-foot prick, which goes on the rampage. I even put it there in the title, Rawhead Rex. And then there's a scene about two-thirds of the way through where the Viker has an image of a skinned dick in his head. I thought, what's going to destroy a 10-foot dick? This is getting into Woody Allen territory. <laughs> so I made this guy absolutely scared of the vagina. It'll be bested by an image of rampant female sexuality, and it'll say, Get me the fuck out of here. Now, the gag only works if you understand the subtext. Otherwise, it's about this dumbass monster running around. I couldn't get them to understand that the whole movie had to smell of sex, like semen had to be dripping from every single frame of celluloid. 
When this thing appeared, you had to think it was a dick. But they didn't get the joke. And it was just a joke. That was the point. Nobody's gonna tell me that King Kong climbing the Empire State Building doesn't mean something sexual. <laughs> no fucking way. It's weird his accent changed like halfway through yeah. that. Shut up! <laughs> I talk the way I want to talk. Now I'm a Texan. Yeah, I mean, he also, yeah, sounded a little bit like the Texan villager that was talking about the kids earlier. <laughs> Giddy up! Don't get it! <laughs> Uh, Heinrich von Schellendorf worked out for two months and five days a week in order to get into shape to play Rawhead Rex. Moreover, it took two hours to put von Schellendorf in the Rawhead Rex costume. Again, a word from Clive Barker himself. I drew this big dick and they said, it looks like a dark dick to us. I said, you got it. They thought more Arnold Schwarzenegger and I knew I was in trouble. They got this German ski instructor who was six foot tall, three inches, with bigger pectorals than Linda Evans. His tits overshadowed his navel. They got it completely wrong. I whined at him a little bit, and then they told me to get out of their face. So I went and I listened to Sisters of Mercy, and I fucking did some goddamn chest presses. <laughs> Let's make to, some cigarettes. And I, 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 I ate a pack of cigarettes, and, uh, <laughs> and then I ate a bowl of Captain Crunch without the milk. <laughs> oh, it was just so dry. Um, the special effects team only had four weeks to make the Rawhead Rex costume. Moreover, the Rawhead Rex suit was done as a single piece with latex skin, allowing Schellendorf to slip into the suit for shooting each day. The head of Rawhead Rex was then attached separately along with mechanisms allowing rudimentary Movement of Rawhead's mouth and eyes. Rudimentary. Yeah, key. Up, down, select, right. start, yeah. <laughs> I like when they superimpose like the glowing red that eyes. That was awesome. Yeah. Pony awesome. eyes. That, that actually wasn't that much superimposed. Those were actually lights inside the eyes. It was oh, blind eyes. Pony eyes. <laughs> 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 That's what he needed to do anytime his I eyes I mean, he was good. a giant blow, basically. When his eyes yeah. got red, he just needed to do horn noise. Uh, five such suits were used during filming. An upper torso with head was used for close-ups and B-roll shots that had more mechani- mechanization that allowed like six the ending? operators to create more expressions for all heads. That ending. Including his hypnotizing red eyes. Hypnotizing. <laughs> <laughs> Creature creator Peter Litton stated that he had read Clive Barker's Book of Blood in order to inform his creation of Rawhead Rex, but he soon realized what Clive Barker had envisioned was something akin to an eight-foot-tall cock. I told you it was an eight-foot cock. Why didn't you get it? And then you brought brought me Shrek. I didn't understand it. Realizing that this wouldn't necessarily translate well to the silver screen, Peter Litton went with the creature eventually seen in the film, knowing that Clive Barker would ultimately disapprove, disapprove of his adaptation of Rawhead Rex. You're goddamn right I, dis- well, I gave him the shit to the fucking net when he showed me the pictures of that. There's no fucking way to do that and have it be serious with a giant dick running around. Yeah, I mean, you, you know what you could have done? You, this is what you do. I'm going to tell you what I wanted them to do. You put my penis through a hole in a piece of cardboard, and then you build a city around my dick, and then you make it look like a miniature. You make it look like a miniature, you know, and then you, sh- you shoot it that way. That's how you do it. Yeah, just glue some hair and blood to it. I mean, I, I would even I would have even ejaculated if they asked me to do it, you know, through the, through the dick hole, the cardboard dick hole. I kind of want to imagine that, like, he was in the room, like, doing molding latex and, like, trying to make the shaft work, and he's like, no, no, I can't do this. <laughs> he's like, where do I put the eyes in the, in the mouth? 
All I need is just a magic marker, some cotton, and my dick, and I just I, I could make raw head rex. That's all you need. Like Patrick from SpongeBob or some <laughs> bullshit. Like I don't even know. I, I had a vision, and and it was of a dick, not Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Epic Comics released Clive Barker's Nightbreed vers- versus Rawhead Rex series in 1992. Oh, it exists. Oh, it why? Exists. It exists. Fuck, it, I don't know. It's strange. It's strange. Why like, the oh. fuck? Hey, uh, Nightbreed's another, obviously, another story by um, Clive Barker, and he directed the movie for it. So it's like all those creatures from Nightbreed and Rawhead Rex Rawhead. is in it. Huh. Yeah. Strange. Interesting. Eclipse Comics uh, adapted the original story in 1994 with illustrations that were more true to Clive Barker's original concept. Now, if you look at those illustrations, if a movie needs to be remade, it's raw. It's like Rawhead Rex because I think they could do like where this movie's fun because it's like a shitty monster movie. They could actually make a creepy movie, it, do it more like the book, yeah, and have it look like it does in the um, graphic novel. Because in the graphic novel, it looks fucking awesome. It looks like it's like a really skinny thing with long fingers and its face is just like pink and it has a huge mouth with like teeth in it and just little slits and little slits for a nostril and eyes. It's cool looking. So like yeah. a Slender Man type? It looks like how it's described in the book more. Yeah. You know, where this is just like they did whatever, the, like they just did whatever they wanted. Yeah. They, they just went with it. I mean, with their you, ideas. Yeah. And when you read the next thing, it'll make more sense yeah. why they ended up doing that. Um, George Pavlow has stated that it was decided to make the gore scenes more subtle in order to pass classification under the Video Recordings Act of 1984. The supply of unclassified videos became a criminal offense, and in order to avoid being put on the DPP list of video nasties, the double penetration mm-hmm. list, many filmmakers chose to simply not film explicit scenes. Yeah, so they just didn't do it. They knew they yeah. wouldn't. They knew if they would have went with like. So I don't even know why they chose this of any of his stories. And even Clive Barker's like they did the first movie. Um, they already had the rights to it, so it's, not, so, so it's not like I could stop them to do Rawhead Rex if they wanted to. He's like, so they asked me if I wanted to write the screenplay, and I was, I needed money desperately, so I wrote the screenplay for it. And they ended up fucking that up anyway, and they never asked me for any input, and they told him they were going to fly him to, like, Ireland to be, like, on set to, like, you know, just go over everything with them, and they just never asked him to come. Oh, really? <laughs> That's yeah. funny, because Schellendorf, they paid to fly him back and forth from Germany to Ireland. He's like, yeah, they told me there was going to be a plane ticket, you know, to Dublin, and it just never arrived. Whoa. And Shell- there actually is an interview with Schellendorf now from the Blu-ray, and he talks about his most memorable moment was basically him being in the Dublin hotel, and U2 was touring at the time, and U2 was in the hotel, and U2 was going to the gym that he was going to to work out in between Oh my shooting. god. <laughs> and he remembers like meeting Bono and like oh, all the whoa. people in I U2. mean, worth it, like, I guess. I, I was That's a sad the, existence. I was on the treadmill right next to where uh, Bono was running, and when he got off, he kind of like scraped his nutsack with this towel, and he walked away into the shower, and I, I still have that towel to this day, <laughs> and I, I use it to dry my face, and I never washed it. I washed my face with Bono's chode juice. Makes me look young. And they do an interview with the Piss Priest, and the Piss Priest is super old now, as you can imagine, and uh, he was a Shakespearean theater actor in the UK. Dude, I believe it, because he brings his fucking A-game to every scene. And he was like, look, sons of bitches, I just needed money at the time, they threw me a screenplay, I read it, man, I did it. (laughs) He did it fucking great. I don't understand. I guess it's a cult thing now, that's great, I'm proud of it. He's the only one that gives two shits that he's there making a movie. Well, and and his character in the book, even though I think he's a little younger in the book than they portray him in the movie, I think that he he really captures the character. Because when I was oh, reading the story, yeah. I was like, I could picture him problem. in the movie. One of my really main good. problems is the way that they portray Coot in the in the movie as compared to the book. Yeah, and the and I don't like. Well, I mean, I like. I mean, 
Clive Barker wrote the screenplay, and I just don't like how he condensed it down to a movie. It doesn't. It's stupid. I don't like. They changed a lot of. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't like how he makes David like like the main character because David's like I don't care about him. He's fucking yeah. dumb. Like I don't really. I wish they just would have made it about like Coot and and Declan more, right. and then have David like come in the background. Yeah. But then I do like in this movie how they end it differently than like the book actually ends it with like the um the male being the one that uses the thing against Rawhead. But then all the townspeople no all the townspeople come and kill him. Like Rawhead yeah, dies they, they in the like, book. They rip him apart basically. The yeah. whole town rips him apart. Yeah. And in the book Which I, I like that I, mean, I like that it ended that way. So before we get into the yeah. before we get into the movie actually, it would be cool to talk about the book for a second. Yeah. So in the book they say that Rawhead Rex was this being from long ago like pre-Christian and basically Rawhead Rex was alive at the same time humans were alive and what the Rawhead Rex creature there was more than one and then what they would do was they would they would collect the females of uh, Homo sapiens and have sex with them, and then they would give birth to like these half-breed creatures that would go around and eat more humans. But the uh, women, it's, but it also said the women w- couldn't survive that; they wouldn't survive they would the die. birth of it. Yeah. They would die the they, birth, like they would die during the birth of yeah. it. Yeah, and but like Rawhead Rex was afraid of like women that were pregnant and right, and because that's like yeah. goes back to like paganism and stuff like that. Like we already mentioned that in trivia, like where like you know, women on their period was like considered like there was a lot of like just magical things involved with that as you see in the end of this movie when <laughs> she uses her fucking magical ments yeah like mm-hmm. and it's fucking like weird like <laughs> lights come out and shit like that a lot of blue lights yeah but it's weird like the way the book is written it's like it's not from the perspective of um rawhead rex but it's as if someone is watching rawhead rex and telling you his inner monologue yeah. so but it does that cool. for different characters it like jumps around because like you'll get like it feels like it's more like it feels like rawhead rex is actually a character in the story right. whereas this in this movie, the one major problem with this movie is I don't know who the main character is. Yeah. It's just kind of strange. Like, David's obviously supposed to be the main character, yeah. but, but he j- disappears for long stretches at a time. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's really very strange. But yeah, like you said, he um, they do treat him as a character in the book. Like, he talks, he has feelings, he has memories, and, you know? And the short story is only 50 pages. Yeah. It's fucking super, super short. It's really, really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. The Books it. of Blood, if you have them on either paperback, I think there's three of them if you have them on paperback, and we have the hard co- hardback. Yeah. Um, and all the stories in that, like Pig Blood Blues is like one of my favorite stories in that book. But like a lot of the short stories in there are like you can read them in like a night and they're fucking super enjoyable. Yeah, I'm going to go back and read more of them. I'm excited. So ready to get into the movie? Let's get into it. The Butthole of Red Rex. <laughs> Rad Rex. Rad Rex. Rad Rex is like this movie, except he's a BMX boy. <laughs> yes. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Radical, a lot of brain trauma. Well, Radical Rex was a Genesis game. You could play. You're gonna play that. No, there's a movie with um. Oh God, what is it? Fucking Clean in the Cube. No, <laughs> Gleam in the Cube. That sounds like that's what I say when you lick my dickhead. That was later. It was. I say Gleam the Cube. Gleaming the Cube. It, it, it's it, a movie with Christian Slater. No, gleaming the cube. Gleaming the cube. Yes, it's a. But movie. what about Untamed like, Heart? No, no, no. What is that when the light what? reflects off of Christian Slater's no, forehead? He's like, he was like a kid, and it was about like bikes, BMX bikes. There's a kid. The kid is in Irianda. Twenty nine percent. Twenty nine percent. Oh god, that was, a vo- that, that was a vocabulary fail. <laughs> it was like Rah, um, I'm pretty sure it's about skateboarding. What skateboarding? Gleaming the cube. And uh, wow, someone gets kidnapped. Wow, gleaming the cube. Gleaming my asshole. <laughs> Gleaming it has a 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. So tell me about Erin Nanda. No. <laughs> Tony Hawk is in it. There's yes. a kid. Yes, and he's young. Yes. The kid that's in the like, later episodes of Erie, Indiana, he's like a wannabe. Christian Slater. Christian Slater. He's got like that weird like like facelift face where it looks feels like someone gave him a facelift because like, his eyebrows are always arched and his eyes are always yeah. like in the Asian. So he had, like, it was a young kid with Botox. In format. Yeah, yeah. But there's a movie with, uh, the movie I was thinking of was Tammy and the 
Tyrannosaurus Rex or Tommy and the T Rex. Oh, which but is, and Tommy and, and Tommy and the T Rex. What about that movie? <laughs> but listen, what is that? <laughs> the team's heart where he gets the heart transplant. Oh, I never yes, saw it's it. a moon heart when Rosie and he goes to the hockey game and he dies. Rosie Perez, <laughs> he catches a puck and then he dies in the car. No, on the way home. In Tommy and the <laughs> after he saves her from being almost raped, uh-huh. the best. So how's it start? <laughs> <laughs> They're pulling up shit on their phones like assholes. Beautiful Irish countryside. You got a tourist driving down a windy road through potato country. There's some epic yeah. music playing. As so well. I automatically yeah. thought it was like Pumpkinhead in Ireland. <laughs> and for some reason, this guy's like, this is the kind of weather where I got to wear two scarves. I don't know why. Yeah, there's a lot of woolly scarves. Yes, a scratchy, it's, it's, a scratchy cashmere sweater with a, squ- with a sweater, scarf. Sweater yeah. jackets. <laughs> I mean, I didn't see that. I saw a man in the fucking field trying. <laughs> well, to he's rip trying up to dig something. up a giant phallic stone. No, they think it's a big bar of Irish spring. That's why they're digging <laughs> oh, up yeah, so, they could, true. so they could cut it into and bars. And their skin is just getting so and dry. And they're going to pack it to John so Ashmore's <laughs> house. <laughs> they're like, "There's this guy in America, John Ashmore. He'll fucking buy this he's shit out of this thing. <laughs> cut it up into bars. What? How many bars is that thing? It's like 500 bars. Yeah. <laughs> make a fortune. Um. So the the guy dr- kind of drives through the town and um. You see, like, the mom with her kids, and she just, like, lets her son run yeah, down the road following it. the car. She's like, yeah, get run over by a tourist, because we can make insurance money. For, like, a mile. Mm. But if they came on vacation together, where is no, he driving from? Well, he's, it's a working vacation. He's, like, a historian that travels around. And they and, and later he says they have been traveling for, for two, two and months. a half yeah. months. Right? Yeah. I don't know. How I don't know what you do in Ireland for that long. I don't know you how you're you in what castles, he was doing. You see a lot what of college is paying this historian to spend <laughs> two months in Ireland? His wife just bitches the whole time. Like, oh, she's so pissed. Oh, we've been just driving around the countryside of this beautiful fucking country for two months. It's ridiculous. She I want to go back home and fucking just get slammed by freaking... <laughs> She just wants yeah, to go to I Dublin sh- and see you too. No, she's just like, I want to see another piss bum. God damn, I want to see a piss bum. I need a Wawa. I need a shorty. <laughs> Fuck this Irish countryside need, and need their good Zelda. I don't think they were from Philly. No, no, she, no exactly right. She's like, I want to get slammed by Bono. I want to take his fucking ass ragged and I just want to put it right in my crotchua and I just want to rub it so hard that I just ejaculate all no, over his... Papa, no, Papa, um, no. Yeah, so the dad, he eventually drives Sunday, to... Sunday, bloody Sunday. <laughs> I am coming. Bloody Sunday, he wrote when he was fucking the girl with menstruation. Yeah, and then Broad Rex was like, oh my god! I think it was actually about, like, a really bloody fight. Sunday, I think so, during bloody the Irish Sunday. Revolution. Sunday. But it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. No, it's, Sunday, a, it's about menstruation. Sunday, there's no rawhead Rex. He says it, like, really low. You don't hear it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like menstruation. I still haven't earned my blood wings. Yeah. And meanwhile, they're having, and like... I still haven't found my Red Wings patch. Where is it? I want to like pull a, my a Baptist ceremony in this Irish church. Yeah, it's a little like, strange. It, it doesn't fit. Yeah. No, um, no, 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 it's hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah, <laughs> no, 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 15 more minutes, hallelujah, <laughs> this is what I heard, this is what I heard, I definitely don't like when people piss on me, please don't piss, children, if your bladder yeah. is full, my mouth is not a urinal, please, <laughs> But you immediately notice like the stained glass windows that has like a demon. And you're like, oh, yeah, I face. I've seen this I mean, before. guys, with lasers that penetrate into the church. I've yeah. been in churches and I've they never don't look seen like that. that. I mean, oh, no. you've been in some churches. I've been in a lot of churches. I was just at a church the other subtle. day, and I was like looking at their looking around because it was a Catholic church, and I'm usually not there. 
and I guess they had like Joseph and the Virgin Mary, and I was like, why is Joseph holding a saw? Like, because he's, I mean, he's a carpenter. But I was like, I was debating with Alex. I was like, did they have saws like that back in the day? Like, it looks like, like a he, table saw. Yeah, it looked like he walked into Home Depot and just like bought a saw. Did you, I was like, did what you, the was fuck? Like, did you hear like the Jason noise when you saw it? it was like, <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that. Never. I like how um, you went to Alex. Like, Alex, t- describe to me the chronology of table saw technology. He's an engineer. He should know in these biblical things. times. It's like you look like you know the history of saws. <laughs> so the so and he looked at Alex, looked back at her, and was like, "Any mouth of words?" I wanted the board. No, 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 he, no. Alex just looked at her, and Alex just thought, "God damn, you're so lucky you're good at the grouper technique." I swear to God, bitch. I'm just. I'm, you said saw, but my but in my mind, I was picturing you as an upstream salmon <laughs> when, when you said saw when you asked me the origin of the saw i just pictured balls sitting your chin god you're beautiful when you grew up for me <laughs> and he's just like you're the best honey you can, and then i was just like you can buy whatever you want it's like honey i wasn't asking to buy anything i want to know about the saw that's in this church window <laughs> And then Alex was just walking around with a straight heart on the whole time. You know? <laughs> I <laughs> hope and they're like, that guy likes Saul's a fucking hell of a lot. Or Jesus. I don't know. One that, or the other. That would have been awkward at a funeral if he did that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's into the dead. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I did a hell of a job Bring on, Gra- on Grams. <laughs> Grams is looking tight. Uh, so yeah, the dad is like taking, uh, he pulls out his his uh, trusty Polaroid camera and he's taking some pictures of the, the stained glass window. So this basically reminds me of what I'm not, well, because he is taking pictures without like he has like a polaroid camera and another regular camera yeah but like this reminds me of my childhood because anytime we went anywhere with my dad we would always go camping with my dad and anytime we we passed any kind of like like stream it could have just been like a piss stream it could have <laughs> been someone that just pissed on the ground and it looked like a stream mm-hmm. my dad would be like he would have to get down and take fucking pictures for a half an hour <laughs> yeah. so we would go on a trail and we'd try to hike and my dad would be like at the beginning of the trail taking pictures of like a fucking <laughs> of a brook for like fucking five hours and then we would come home and my dad would get them developed and we'd have to sit there three weeks later and watch 500 slides oh. of streams <laughs> You're like that, I was there. I understand Shit. what the book looked like. I'm like, and I'm just thinking in my head the whole time. My dad's a serial killer because no one likes streams as much. <laughs> he still does that. He still too. does it. He's like, oh god, the, the aperture. You gotta watch your aperture, guy. Because oh, let me put my finger. I remember one time I was with my dad. I was like, I want to watch the art of this. And I was like, in back of my dad, and I was like, kind of close to him. He's like, you're too close to me. Just you're too goddamn close. To me. And, he, and he fell in the water, and the lens fell to the water. <laughs> And it was like the beginning of the trip, and I never saw my dad more mad at me in my life. Oh my god! My dad looked like he was gonna fucking crush my head with a rock. How long? Ago, like how old were you? I was like, I was, I was like in my like, like I was like ten. Oh my god! And I was like, oh, oh what, shit! What are you taking a picture of? He's like, ah! Come to the water. He's like, oh. he's like, where's the lens at? That was the that was the three thousand dollar lens. Oh my god! And he's like, you're not going to college now. <laughs> That's coming right out of your college tuition. <laughs> what does he do with all these fucking pictures? He, still, ha- he still fucking I mean, has them. Maybe he sees the face of Sasquatch in no, every stream. Maybe it's your inheritance. I think he ejaculates to like streams, <laughs> to babbling brooks. He's like, look at that brook. Oh my God. It's just, I've never seen a brook more babbling. Yeah, there's a fucking way that you does. He have it. a sound machine running. It's like the babbling. Yeah, 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 he hears it. Yeah, it's he like goes to sleep at night. He puts it in his headphones. Oh my god. <laughs> he's like a lazy boy cranked back. 
I had one of those things that would like play like the thunder. Yes, rainforest. Where, where did you yeah. get it? the sharper image catalog or Sky Mall? Probably something stupid. Um, white, so white bitches are us fucking magazine. No, I think Bob on Brown actually got it for me from Sears. Okay. Makes sense. When yeah. me and Steph leave uh, it's Philadelphia, got, it's got subliminal messages in it from church. <laughs> I won't be able to sleep unless I hear someone screaming outside my window. I want to punch a white bitch in the face. Like, that's what it's like in Philadelphia every night. It's like, I want to punch a white bitch in the face. But someone's like walking around. I've got one here for you. <laughs> you want to buy Kalana pins? Yeah, and it's just, and I'm like, and I'm so cozy in bed when I hear that. I'm like, so secure. <laughs> we're home. No, we're out in nature. We're like, what does that sound? Oh, it's a cricket, dear. It's okay. Well, yeah. When I go out in nature, as much as I love going out in nature, I just have heart palpitations the whole time. I'm trying to sleep because I think some kind of creature sniffing my face <laughs> through the tent, yeah. through the nylon. It's usually a raccoon. And while he's taking pictures in the graveyard, then meanwhile, this one dude's still trying to get the rock up, and his friends are just like, goodbye. Well, because the storm rolls in, right? You see, like, the clouds the, roll the in. Storm, <laughs> the storm. The storm of, like, superimposed... Green screen. Green screen. <laughs> and then, like, the steam and starts the, rising the, from the rock. The fat guy that was helping him that was on the tractor is like, I better be getting back. My dinner's on the table. <laughs> are you idiots thick in the Nolgan? And their accents, I guess they were Irish, but, like, they just... They didn't. They sounded like people trying to do Irish. Yeah, accents. but this family, like the family's supposed to be American, American yeah. but like the one son sounds like he's British. So I'm so confused I'm by the whole sure family. I'm pretty sure he is. He, little, yeah. He was like, Dad, do they have Taco Bell in <laughs> in fucking Dublin? He's like, you fucking little twat. Ugh, I hate you so much. <laughs> I can't believe your blind bloodline. That little but, girl was actually cute. She was cute. Um, you mustn't. You mustn't look. I have oh to my pee. god! I <laughs> forgot! I forgot! I got the pee. Go right but, there behind that giant bush. Oh my god! Then the parents are assholes. The parents are like, just oh go my piss god. by yourself on a dead animal. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna go with her. And he's like, she's gotta grow up sometime. That oh, wife was horrible. horrible. Um, but so, well, back at okay, so the storm rolls in. Everyone's leaving that dude with the stone by himself. Yeah. And then, uh, meanwhile, the 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 mass is still going on at the church. Hallelujah! <laughs> and is it? The one priest like I fucking this bitch and he's like, like fucking a woman like, why? why why is yeah. he doing that what but, is she doing she's like off beat I don't no, know because he looks he's looking at her and he's like that's a woman that would piss on my face <laughs> and then sure. meanwhile there's like somebody moving well, the woman, she makes, she a candelabra the, or whatever and it burns around. her right it like but turns why red. why is know. that a thing that keeps happening because of the altar because of what's inside the altar I don't which know. we don't find out till later See, but why is it hurting people I don't understand either that church if you touch the altar you get second degree burns on your hand because to me that's like preventing people from finding the thing that kills yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't, it make, doesn't sense. make sense at all. Sense. Was Maybe. that was no, that a thing in, in the book at all? In the story, it was different. It was like um, they would have like a, an and they would feel like an energy. Right when okay. they, when they got near the altar, it was like this so, electric. So when they read energy, they thought burn. so. Yeah, that's yeah. what they translated. In this it movie, to. you see it a lot, like, but it's like it doesn't make any sense to you. So, for instance, like later on in the movie, when he starts kissing his wife outside, and she's like, "You haven't kissed me that way in years. Why are you yeah. kissing me like that?" And he's like, "I don't know. I just wanted to kiss you." It's because like. Rawhead Rex like stirs up like primal emotions in you. Okay. So like if you're like a bad person, like it deep inside, he'll make that come out a million times. And if you're like, you know, he brings out like yeah, then you're like horny. I mean, it did seem like they were very horny people in this movie for like fifteen minutes. Well, no, I I think like he brings that out like in you more. But like if you're like you know, if you're a bad person, he brings that out even more as well. That's why that one guy just flies off the deep end. Like immediately. Well, a couple people he influences. It's like, but it's strange in the story because it talks about how like, but in the story, he doesn't influence a lot of people. No, it's just Declan. Um, And yeah, like the whole thing with the detective doesn't really happen. But the the part that's really strange though is like when they touch the altar, like the priest gets like, 
They describe it as like an electricity. His hair stands up on he end. He gets a boner. And he gets a hard on. And it just has oh, keep saying shit. hard on. And the priest with the hard on. See, I don't know. If, like, <laughs> oh. that, I don't know that that is ever. Well, <laughs> and the priest with the hard on. Ain't like newspaper articles about molestation. Yeah, and, and the priest with the hard on went to the grocery store. And the priest with the hard on went to the dairy aisle. And the priest with the hard on went his, to check out. And his throbbing hard on. He's like, oh, I thought it was a children's ass. I'm sorry. <laughs> Insides? No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so no, but hold on, um, I'm sorry. But, the thing I didn't understand was like, is that supposed to be like? I don't understand why it was preventing them from getting that. I don't know. And also, you know, when they touch it, they also get like that vision when they're in the f- yes. woods. I don't know. Was it's he like strange. Rawhead Rex? Or was vision. he a fucking yeah, I rabbit? Yeah, I, I thought he was a rabbit about <laughs> to be eaten horny, by him. He's a horny rabbit. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't anyway, know. that hasn't even happened yet. But this the steam um, starts coming up for the rock. What do you guys? What do you guys rate the movie? What do you guys rate the movie? So the storm, the lightning flashes, the stone falls over, and then this is when. He, rawhead Rex, rawhead Rex Stru- all upward, upward for Boogus from yeah. the top erupts. he erupts from the ground and you hear like I am a real American fight for what's right <laughs> and he's like glistening pecs mullet strength Davy Crockett king of the wild frontier loincloth legion of doom spikes God created the heavens he created earth he created all the Hulkamaniacs then he created a set of 24 inch pythons brother <laughs> oh yeah uh, sa. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. and there's a great <laughs> green screen in that piece too see there is a great there is a great green screen but seriously <laughs> Just get them, get them all out while you're right. Go ahead. No, there's more. Um, yeah, and then so like it's it's pouring, and the dad runs into the church, yeah. and uh, he's talking to. Um, but the da- woman at the same time gets burned too. Yeah. What the Pop- woman got burned when he popped up? Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we talked about that. The base, yeah. So like, it felt like I hadn't saluted the witch hazel enough, <laughs> and it just no. scorched me so deep. <laughs> felt like a grease fire in my pussy pantry. <laughs> And her and her friends leave. Pussy bitch. After she's trying to explain the burning Um, from within. Yeah. And then the dad comes in, is taking pictures. He's looking for for Reverend Reverend Coot, but he runs into Declan. And Declan's being so fucking weird. Declan confronts him and Declan's like, I'm a virgin. And the dad's like, I didn't ask. It's really none of my business. (laughs) Do you need a toilet? She can use my face. Oh, God. And he's just being and the dad's super like, hostile. Okay. Now he says he's a verger. Whatever, he's a verger. Verger. Yeah, verger. Yeah. Um, and then he, like when he, he walks away, the dad does like this really weird. He's like, wow. Yeah. Because he's acting okay. like a psycho. He's like, yeah. yeah he does. He does yeah. No, he does. He's like, okay. <laughs> and he just slowly walks out of the yeah. room. <laughs> and then this is where the priest touches. Declan touches the altar, and he and he sees the yeah raw head. And he like, I guess, knows that. Rawhead Rex is back. He gets Predator he, Vision. He, it's like he's been waiting for him to return. He gets Predator Vision. It's like. If you ever take a trip down to Cobb County, Georgia, you better read the signs. Respect the law and order. You'll serve hard times. You'll be serving hard times. You know the big boss man will make you walk the line. You better watch out for You'll be serving hard times. Looking for trouble, he'll be coming after you. You're so hard times. 
And he then and he walks over to the window and he laughs like kind of maniacally yeah. and he's like, Rawhead. No, but the thing that's funny about that is before he decides to touch the altar, he hears like seagulls. It's like, ooh. Yes. That is the weirdest oh fucking that noise. Sounds. I was like, what? Because later on, like when Koo touches it, he hears the seagulls. Yeah. Too. But I don't like, think it's supposed to be seagulls. No, I think it's I, supposed to be like I some primal yeah, noise. But it sounds like it's the, it's, 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 it's the sound of the elusive female orgasm. You know what it is? Yeah. It's the sound of me on the Jersey Shore about to get my fucking french fries stolen by a seagull. Yeah, exactly. I'm, like, I'm like, you fucking little but bitch. This is where he also goes and talks to the priest and they're walking by his collection of clocks. Ed, do you have what they say here? No, what? It's, it's so stupid. Yeah, say it, Mother. Striking collection. Well, it passes the time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and they're like so happy. And the, and the, and the yeah, he starts laughing, and then the coot looks at him dead serious, like not laughing. <laughs> He's like, "This is all I have." <laughs> He's like, "When you have, a, when you don't, when you're allowed to have sex with a vagina, you collect clocks." <laughs> yeah. So basically, we find out that the dad is like um, looking, he's yeah, researching persistent guess. sacred sites. And yeah, no, no, no. the dad's like this. Yeah. Dad's like, uh, so yeah, I was thinking that like back in the day, this like whole place was a fertility cult, and I want you to show me the receipts. <laughs> Take out all the receipts. I want to see all photocopies of all the fertility cult receipts. And he's like, <laughs> oh, 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 oh the, yeah, we can do that for you. That's no problem. Oh, poor favor. Yeah. And do they actually go to look for this stuff right now? He, or he is opens it up later? a closet up, and then you realize that not only does he collect clocks, but he also collects VHS tapes. <laughs> and he's like, and I got all these. Look at this. This one's have Tracy Lords when she did her first DP. Exactly. She wasn't of age. <laughs> she had a falsified identification, but that doesn't stop me from squirting. Know what I'm saying? The Houndback's like, okay, gonna leave now. No, this one's Because he's like, oh, um, we're staying at your pub. And then he's like, the tall man? Yeah, they, they made it seem like that was gonna matter. That fucking pub. Yeah, the way they said it, he was like, the tall man, right? Wink, wink, wink. Where's my chippy? Chippy, chip, pep, pep. And so, so they, yeah, they're, apparently they're staying at a pub, which I guess is it's the like be- the pub. It, yeah, that's hotel, how it is over there, right? though. It's where you, you get your bangers I and mean, mash. In the yeah. States, we call them bed and brekkies. Yeah. We don't call them pubs because in pubs in Philadelphia, they're like places where homeless people go. <laughs> they try to get warm for a couple seconds. <laughs> I mean, it's where everybody knows your name. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Cheers. No. Ah. No, wrong song. <laughs> no, more I love you. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, um, then we're back at the pub now, right? Because he's so, back with his yeah, wife. Yeah, and a weird. We're back! <laughs> no, no. Back so then, a, <laughs> weird, a weird old man comes in wearing floods into the bedroom, and he's like, "Here's some extra towels, sir." And it's a tall man. No, no. And then she, and then the dad gets like a, he gets like a weird vision of like little midgets in the desert walking towards a pyramid. I've got a loose plot line for you. And I'm like, and I'm like, where does come in from? This is so out of left field. I don't understand. But it was dreamlike, so I gave it a ten. Um, yeah and this is where like the wife is bitching because she's tired of being there it's been two months and she wants to go to Dublin so basically they're just going to stay for like another day I think the the thing flowing underneath this is not that she's mad that they're traveling she's mad they have kids well I think so too she's oh yeah she's like all I ever wanted to do with my whole life was guzzle cum (laughs) and then all of a sudden I got these little fucking little assholes in here always disturbing my 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 thirst 
My, 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 like, thirst. I have a, mm-hmm. I have a thirst that can only be quenched by Gatorade, but my version of Gatorade is seminal fluid from, oh, okay. from the male. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't pick up on that, but, no, but that was either. good. She just seems horny all the time, and he's like, I can't fucking pound your vagina hell right now because well, I, I have to go so, for a walk. She's I like, mean, yeah, she's oh, so angry because she hasn't come in a very long time. When he's that's probably, later that, in the later it. in the story, sexual when he, frustration. She wakes up and he's like, they're kissing. She's like, she wants it so bad. She's yeah. like, I'm going to go for a stroll. She's always like moaning well, and breathy. I think she the is subtle breathy. homosexual like undertones for him. Like he just, he didn't is want the Is it the sweater vagina. jacket? I think it's the sweater jacket. I think the... I think that's what no, Clive Barker no, I think he was No, I think he uses the scor- the double scarves. He double knots them around his dick when he's having sex like a cock ring mm. so he could just keep banging mm. an asshole all day. No. <laughs> the double knot it. But then is this where we, we meet the like the, the husband and at wife the farmhouse? at the farmhouse? Yeah. yeah. You're like, why um, am I being shown this cottage in the middle of nowhere? But it's super adorable. I was mm-hmm. like, God, I want to live in this place. She So a woman sees her... Because you just saw a secret garden. I did. Yeah, a, a, a woman <laughs> sees her barn door swinging open and that's not a metaphor. <laughs> and then she sends a man to tend to her gaping entrance, and that's not a metaphor no, either. No, not at all. <laughs> and then what should? But she erupt? was making a really weird salad, guys. Salad? No, I was, thought it was a salad at first because stew. all of a sudden, no. Yeah, a but you don't know that until she goes and did puts it in whatever of, pot. Did any at the of us think it was, it was a, a salad? It was a at the beginning, she just has like no. a bowl of lettuce and she puts this I raw meat on stew. it. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure it was cabbage because they're Irish. Yeah, and because that's why Irish probably eat. because at one t- at one point the guy comes. Who puts raw meat on a salad? I was like, what's happening? But then when she walked towards the stove, I felt safe for everybody again. When the guy came over and he was like, "There's not enough broth in here," and he started pissing in the fucking goddamn crock pot that's when you knew it was fucking supposed to be a crock pot <laughs> right. like, Melissa you know. I'm not Alex I can't picture you on. doing the upstream grouper technique <laughs> when you're making <laughs> s- stupid shit happen what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> move on so meanwhile back in the so shed the, the husband goes out to close the, the barn door and um he goes inside to investigate right because like there's some noise I don't know this Ro- block rise from my video because I can't John I just and can't for some reason they have stacked up to the ceiling hey. crates oh crates why oh, crates. It, it wasn't hey produce no, it was crates, it was crates. <laughs> empty crates oh, produce from when you sell produce from your cottage no, farm yeah but that's a fire hazard when John. they're going to the Italian market there are fire hazards <laughs> oh, we're gonna, like, we're gonna are we gonna list all the fucking staircases to staircases that just end that house, in this house that house is a death trap but that's no, charm, no, Melissa. Melissa, that house that, that this takes place in looks like a house that was built by someone with schizophrenia. Oh my God. Like, it makes no it's sense. Like it's the, like the, the, the railing <laughs> that comes out of nowhere and just ends. It's like that fucking, that one in San Francisco, the Miriam whatever, whatever. movie that was in, the Winchester, I have no idea Winchester house or whatever. Oh, yeah. Winchester Minstry. 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 I don't have any idea what you're saying. There's a good chance 99% of people that are listening Listen, have no idea what you're talking about. Someone out there knew what the fuck I was saying. <laughs> okay. And you know what? They're going to message me and they're going to be like, I knew. <laughs> and then let's we'll make validation from one person. And that's all I need. And we'll get, a te- we'll get a text message at 3 o'clock in the fucking morning. Screenshot. <laughs> So, I don't want to get any more corrections and omissions no, from nerds, please. No I, I got no patience for no it anymore. There's no correction. I got it right. Let's when, go on. Oh, when Steph said X and X, that was wrong. I'm just like, just kill yourself because I don't care. Listen, I'm wrong a lot, We love guys. you, though. You guys are our people. I mean, you're I the best. I think I'm pretty time. sure I said well in the last episode that this was a Scottish thing. It's if, an Irish movie. If you hear something so. we say that's incorrect. <laughs> Did you really? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> if we say something's incorrect, just keep it to yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's sh- cool. Fucking shut keep up. Keep it inside. Well, I mean, I think they should write it up very detailed. No, and no. then just like send us, send us an email. No. And then we'll just, we're not going to read it. And 
That's it. This yeah. is what you do. Feel good about yourself. You go on Wikipedia yeah. and you change what Wikipedia says to what we <laughs> say. Well, that is good. Then our fucking fiction becomes reality. Yeah, reality. And then everybody wins. In the realm. Yep. Um, becomes real, it becomes realty. So uh, Rawhead Rex bust out from behind these strategically placed crates stacked yeah, to the ceiling. Like the ultimate warrior. <laughs> and he body slams the husband into the turnbuckle and he says... Dig your claws into my organs, stretch into my tendons, bury your anchors into my bones, for the power of the warrior will always prevail. Wow! <laughs> is that a wrestling thing? Yeah. Okay. Don't know where. And the wife is just. She sees it. She sees it. Like, Dennis! Yeah. Dennis! And he just like bites she them. See, yeah, she sees. She looks at the window and she sees Rawhead Rex basically rubbing her husband's ass like in his gooch. <laughs> and she's like, ah! <laughs> That's my coach. <laughs> and then she um she locks the door and she she, she tries to hide in like a million places. I love when he comes and he just smashes through the window. Yeah, and then all he I mean he just proceeds to just smash the kitchen, and destroy, no. and wipe things off and the, the table. And the best is yeah. when she is convulsing down that extremely long hallway <laughs> just like throwing herself when against she, the wall yeah. like Ugh. when she runs that's, up that's she, what they call padding the script yeah she, she runs upstairs up like a staircase that's like yes. fucking diagonal crooked upside down <laughs> weird wonky yeah. it's like a telephone it was like a tim burton staircase mc escher made the house I I made, yeah. it makes no fucking sense and he, she locks herself in like the weirdest little cottage room which is basically the door is basically made of like balsa wood because yeah. he just flicks it and he comes he in yeah and he like and he sees her stomach and he's like ew it, but her stomach like pulsates or something. That baby was moving. It was weird. It was like yeah. I mean, like if you turn the volume up a lot, you can hear the baby say, "Hey, what's up, Rawhead?" <laughs> and he's like, Ugh. and he like put. He I get, feel like Rawhead could tell she was pregnant. Like, why did he even bother to no, fucking chase she, her? She had the pregnant farts, and Rawhead doesn't like pregnant farts. Like when you're real gassy. She was in there just like pickling it no. up. She was pickle bombing that room. But with he her like fucking... reached for her stomach. Like he yeah. was like. Well, they, it was weird. It, Maybe nails. he had to be close to it within like two inches to sense the baby inside. In the book, he just wants to have sex with women like 24-7. Basically, he's supposed to be like a hornier man. Like yeah. he just wants to rape. So, he wants to just, so Rawhead is the patriarchy. Basically, basically, Rawhead is Jessup in the post-apocalyptic times. Oh, God. <laughs> so basically, Rawhead is toxic masculinity. I yes. mean, that's who. <laughs> Basically, Rawhead is mansplaining. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks guys for explaining that to us. But, but also, when he mansplains, he kills you. Yeah, it's really called mansplain Rex. <laughs> he's the mansplain king. So anytime, um, like he's like he sees a woman in the corner, he's like he sits down in the corner and he just spreads his legs wide open. He's like, I'm gonna teach you today how to. Yeah. cook a steak the proper <laughs> way the way a man should and they go right from this scene to, to mom and dad strolling yeah strolling along and she's like mm, you haven't kissed me like that in forever mm. and they just make oh, out for like so 20 minutes and like I, it's so and this old lady no, no, is just this disapproving is, this is when you find out that he's a historian because i'm he, a historian i like dead things and he's like why do you think i fell in love with you the first time we made love it was yeah. like prying open an ancient burial chamber from a lost civilization yeah. i felt like indiana jones <laughs> when he said when that, he found it, the holy grail to save his pep pep sean connery oh, and, I, and i dragged from it and all the dust lifted off your vagina and it felt brand new again yeah i it's mean like, it made it did make me think of jesse forcing you to take really cold showers and then just lay there <laughs> He's like, I, I, you know why I called you vagina the Dead Sea Scrolls? Because I felt like I was unrolling an old piece of parchment. I, I, you know what? I felt like John Hammond trying to just get a 
I'm a fucking archaeologist just dusting off old bones trying to get to the meat, just trying to get to the center. Yeah. Just trying to get that amber deposit with the yeah, mosquito no, with the dino DNA inside. I, I licked it and I licked <laughs> it. And in this case, the dino DNA is the female orgasm. You have dirty eyes. Looks like someone shitting them and gave you a pink eye. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and the, there's like that old lady just standing yeah. there in her, in her rain and I, Again, I thought that old lady oh was going to come back and matter at all, no. and she never she does. does. She, she, lady, she may get burned at some point. No, the old lady's like, make way for Cobweb Crotch Kathy. Yeah, Excuse me. I'm going to break this and up. Like, this scene <laughs> didn't even need to be in there. It didn't. Because they just go back to the cottage. But but first, like the mom no, the you, mom sees that old lady, and the mom says, like, oh, she reminds oh, she looks, me of something. And this is they weird never because- do they ever address that? This is what she says. This sounds like a Melissa-ism if I've ever heard <laughs> oh, it. This is, what, this is what she says. Strange the way she looked like somebody old. <laughs> and I was just <laughs> And I was like, if Melissa said that's that... That's not what she said. That's what she is says. It? That's what she says. That's exactly it's just what. weird because they, they make it almost seem like... Like, like, like her husband always says to her, like, the, this is the land of your ancestors. They make it seem like yes. that's important. It is, because at the end... But is but it she, because she's she old? Because, it it's her, because her ancestors No, at the there. end she goes, expect our Patronum! <laughs> from her vagina and like fucking like little... The, and the, hooded, mean, the hooded priestess arrived. I thought he was going to end up being the one that yeah. could actually like end everything and that's why it fucking mattered he was in Ireland. But no. 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 What I found out about this movie at the end when she unleashes like the steam from her vagina and Blanche's raw head racks like he's like <laughs> like he's crab legs or something. Yeah, I mean Blanche raw head does no, not her, taste good. Her vagina is basically the Ark of the Covenant that. in Indiana yeah. Jones. Where all the spirits come out of the 100%. fucking chest and melt all the Nazis. No, yes, no. but it was way worse. <laughs> it's way worse graphics. Her pussy's like a corn husk that got shucked and just shot out steam like fucking 2000 degree steam and just fucking <laughs> We're nowhere near that part of this movie. <laughs> can we just skip to that part? Like, that's that's I think we're all on board yeah. with and, that. And, Benny, and, and, I rate it, and this movie's a ten. No, it's not. Um, Psych. So back, Psych. At, back at the farmhouse, a guy like drives up um, in his pickup truck. No, it's, and the, he it's sees... not somebody. It's the hay delivery guy. Right. Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> and, mean, and you know that stuff because the he's got unseen hay. goats are hungry. <laughs> and he sees um, the busted window, and so he goes inside, mm -hmm. and he hears. Okay, I thought it was a scraping sound. But no, it was the light bulb that was going like. Oh, oh I didn't hear any of that. Because <laughs> he follows it upstairs. Oh, was it done? Okay. And I thought it was a scrape. I pictured a light bulb. Okay. <laughs> and he follows the sound upstairs, and he finds the woman who's and, like in shock. And she's just yeah, screaming, and yeah. I thought she'd be dead. She's no. three potatoes short of a shepherd's pie. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a cottage pie. If it's made with ground beef. Just an FYI. Cottage pie. Yeah. yeah. And they're good. Never heard of it. Shepherd's pie has a uh, lamb in it, I believe. Beef right? and lamb. Yep. Okay. Well, that's why I said Lessons Shepherd's pie. Lessons learned, guys. Cottage pie has a layer of I mean, of I don't think taters. we ever actually said what, if it was beef or no, we just that. Did. We never did. So anyone could have been and, right here, guys. You know, this, look, we're not <laughs> we should cooking. talk about this. We should talk about this. We're not a cooking show. We're a horror podcast. <laughs> and do you know what the Salem Sam pie is? It's when I come inside. No. No. I mean, that's a cream pie. Steph is like, no, 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 no. Come inside. No, no. So um, the cops show up and why does everything, the cop like sees blood on the ground. Why in movies do people always touch blood with their bare fingers. I mean, it was at the time rub, before, but before you, the but you have to rub no, no. your fingers together no, to check a, the viscosity. Not only that, you have to taste it to make sure it's blood. <laughs> yeah, like, this, oh, I, first I thought it was strawberry jam, but now I'm certain it's blood. I might have HIV. Look, it was, a time, it was a time before AIDS. 
Yeah, but still oh my god, blood. I wish I lived in a time before AIDS. Oh yeah, do you? Imagine you can just be DP and everything. And oh my god, I would. No I would have had so much more sex I before I got just, married if I hadn't have been terrified. I'd get I would something. just be walking around town and certain. <laughs> That's what I would be doing. Yeah, <laughs> they would call me the inserted man. I'd just be like, eh, eh, eh. oh my god, I'm sorry, that just slipped inside you. Yeah. Oh my god, here I go, call the police Wait, because I just raped you, my man. Like, oh no, no. no. What's oh that? my What's god, the caveman movie with Ron Perlman, <laughs> Quest for Fire, where he's just walking around like. <laughs> That's what Quest for Fire is. Quest for Fire is. Oh my god, I'm in the grocery store. This woman bent down and I came inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, no. they, they, that's what that's it is. the movie where a woman bends over, a caveman runs yeah, yeah. over, yeah. and starts humping her. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking Quest about? Quest for Fire. In Quest for Fire, there's like women drinking out of a stream, and they're just like in loincloths. And every time they go to take a sip of water, it's like a caveman looks and he sees like her dirty, matted, matted pussy, and he just runs over and he goes like, and like, and Rob Perlman's in it. It's amazing. Yeah, and well, Rob, Rob Perlman does have a very Promethean like face. He does. <laughs> His face looks like granite. So oh, what, you man. think nature in- came up with age to deter men for, from fucking everything? Yes. <laughs> I mean, something. Babies I think, didn't do it, I so. think nature came up with age to deter men from the insertion booty point. <laughs> it's like, if a woman bends over, you're not allowed to just stick it in, okay? It's a shenana, okay? It's frowned upon. Oh, it was 2018, okay? Um, Imagine if guys bent over and, like, women shoved things in our butts. Right? It'd yeah. be weird. It's like, oh, oh, I dropped this can. And then some woman came over and she's like, can't you? She stuck her finger up your asshole like it's as deep as she could. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I can't say I wouldn't be on board with that. But it would be, but at the same time, it would be exciting because you would never know when it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I like, go, oh, I dropped the newspaper and I look behind me and I would pick it up and then Steph would go out of the bushes and she'd just jam her whole fist in my ass. <laughs> I mean, dreams can still come true, Jason. <laughs> Tonight, Steph, please. Okay. It's been a while. Um, Okay, so we we find out that this at this point that uh the uh, Jenny wasn't injured at all, right? There was no marks on her, um, and the husband isn't his body's not is nowhere to be found. They don't know where they think it's a revenge killing. Because yes. Walhead Rex decides to just take this, like for whatever reason, it's, it's, it's like, a revenge killing in a town of two hundred and fifty people, and apparently a group of people must have done. Oh this. my god, yes. the, the police are like yes. se- oh yeah, several so individuals destruction. <laughs> And we see Rawhead Rex dragging the body through the woods. So this is a time when it cuts back to David, who kind of hears the screams from like his from the tall man, and he's like, he wakes up and he's like, I can't sleep. I got to go for a walk. And he's like, but keep it warm mm. for me. That's what he says to her. <laughs> yeah. Keep it warm for me. Her snizzle. <laughs> and so then, she starts spitting on her hand. I'm also oh, no. pretty sure she still has a face full of makeup on. While oh she's yeah. They're all fully clothed. Like, he's like, hair. he's like, I'm going to go for a walk. He never even but, took his Cosby sweater no. off. Like, he's just yeah. hanging out it the whole I night. I don't think he ever takes his he Cosby doesn't. sweater off. I don't think that's a sweater. I think that's his skin. I think, yeah, it's, it's been grafted. But, I think he's just been wearing it for so long. It's just one. It's one with him. And then we, we come upon the only trailer park in all of Ireland. Caravans. Oh, caravans. No, I, that's why I say, I say it's gypsies. gypsies. <laughs> caravans. It, I guess it's gypsies. Well, actually, out. it's alcoholics. Yeah, they're all just drinking in yeah. there. I mean, it's all the same. And we've got Katrina and somebody like just making out. They, they are the Johnson fucking boy. vigorously yeah. dry humping, yeah. and then you keep hearing somebody from the other room say, "Keep the door open." <laughs> there's only one door. It's an RV. Yeah, <laughs> and there's I guess her brother. She's babysitting. There. I, don't I don't know. know. He's playing with some dumb. You robot find out later that that's basically. It does. I'm confused by this whole thing because she's made to. You're made to believe that she's babysitting. But then later in the movie, it shows that kid visiting Andy's grave. So, so they're brothers. Mm-hmm. So they're brothers. So they're brothers. she's babysitting, but that's her brother. I'm, it just doesn't make any sense. Or he's yeah. babysitting and she's there to make out. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not clear. She's there to get a Say Love Saying pie. <laughs> yeah. 
But we did also we do also get Rawhead Rawhead Rex vision for a, a few minutes, yeah. right? Where he's like outside of the the caravan. She's like he's the guy. The guy's like Seamus. Why don't you watch the film? Can't you see I'm trying to cook a corned beef? Mm-hmm. And they're watching some horror movie. He right? calls the kid a little dickhead and a pig. A pig. And then I love it because the kid. So they go out. The the couple goes outside. Um, he kind of steals like the kid's toy and locks yeah. the door. And, uh, and they, he, he throws a he toy throws on the ground. And they walk off into the woods. But the, the little it kid calls Rawhead. The little kid runs out. How do you lock pig. a door from the outside without the person inside you, being able to unlock it? You don't. It doesn't make sense. The kid was just being dumb. But I was thinking, like, because it's Europe, maybe things are backwards and they are here, no. like how the toilet flushes the opposite <laughs> way. That's so in, that, I thought that was Australia. Uh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking maybe that's um, what happens. Maybe, I thought that was a rumor. Maybe in, maybe you could only sh- lock the door from the outside in Europe. I know it's a Simpsons <laughs> episode, but I still believed it was a rumor. So. What this goes the opposite way. My yeah, brain hurts. I don't know. Um, so so the couple walks off in the woods, and Rawhead Rex follows, and he smashes <laughs> he smashes the robot toy. Then the kid comes out and sees it smashed, and he yells, "Pig! The bloody pig!" And then he runs into the woods. <laughs> He's so him. mad. He figures like he just basically goes on a whim that they ran into yes, the woods. Yes, he just assumes. Yeah. yeah. And um, as Neil's running, he runs into. We don't like heavy He sees him eating the dead dude that he's been. He's, he hung him up from a tree for some reason. And then he, Neil runs to a nearby trailer, and he's wearing his shirt says "Muscle Power," <laughs> which is pretty amazing. And at the same time as that's going on, Andy and his like woman are in the woods, and he just keeps trying to. He does mm-hmm. not take no for an She's answer. She's like, "You said we could talk," and he's like, "But no. uh, you know what? Now that you said like Rawhead's just making everyone horn you." It's like, like he couldn't help himself. Anytime, uh, the, anytime in any horror movie, that's going to happen. Yeah. But, they're, but they're teenagers. Every I mean, single time me and Steph of. go camping and we're on a trail, I'm like, Steph, how about you suck my dick right now? <laughs> oh, and I just like I present it to her and she's like, nah. And we just keep walking. <laughs> but like every couple miles, I'll be like, I'm going to try it again. <laughs> Steph, blowjob? And she'll be like, nah. <laughs> and we'll keep walking. But like one time, it's going to work. One of these times, it's going to work. These, one of these days, I'll wear, wear her down. down. <laughs> exactly. Because that's uh, what you want to do. You want to tire us to the point we'll blow you. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as you do, some disapproving mom is going to come out of the, come out of the woods well, and be no, like, anytime- oh, oh, really? Really, guys? <laughs> I've got young kids. <laughs> anytime it's ever happened, we've been camping and there's nobody within like 200 miles and stuff still Shannon has me. But one time when Dude. we did, we did like a seven mile hike, I just held her down at the end of the seven miles and just <laughs> fucked her face and no but one, like, no one knew. I mean, did that happen? <laughs> Friday the 13th, and said, Jesse. And I, and I said, Friday Steph, the 13th. I said, this is a cottage pie, bitch. <laughs> oh my God. Friday the 13th. They're always like People dying. People fucking in the intense. woods getting murdered. Yeah, yeah but listen, I'm, I'm, I'm the top predator. I'm a human being. No, you're being. not. I'm if Jason's top. there, you're not. Well, one time we saw a bear sleeping and I realized oh, I, wasn't, I wasn't the top predator. I was like, <laughs> I pushed stuff on the ground and I ran. <laughs> I mean, that's what you're going to do. I was like, oh, this truck survived! <laughs> <laughs> um, I took her shoes, too. So, oh. and, then St- and what did Steph do? Cover herself in yoke? No. And the bear was like... <laughs> I, talked, I talked about it before. I basically saw a bear sleeping and I was like, holy shit, it's a bear. And the bear woke up and looked at us oh. and, fu- and fucking took off into the tree it line. Did. We scared the shit out of it. Was it a little baby? Is and that why? No, it wasn't a baby. He was a juvenile, but he was still fucking big. And 
big enough for me to shit my pants and i was like and we go back to the car now <laughs> oh, God. and we walked we didn't we didn't run we walked as fast no as we, we power walked like motherfuckers like we were like fucking 45 yeah. years old like those women you see 45 holding like their holding <laughs> their two weight. pound weights yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how we walked back to the car <laughs> and i was like steph i'm not scared at all <laughs> I, was, I was like i'm the man i'm the man she's like just i can't keep up with you i'm the fucking man <laughs> <laughs> and someone hurt their and ankle. then th- that ruined the rest of my trip because the whole rest of the trip that was like the second day that happened the whole rest of the trip Steph's peacefully sleeping and I'm in bed staring at the top of the tent like that bear's gone back from me and every little noise outside the tent I thought it was him well did you guys have food at your camp? the bear no, that was on a trail that was like okay. on a hiking trail the bear was nowhere near our tent no, when we were but hiking, he was under like a tree There was a line. raccoon sniffing at our also, tent. Also, shorties worldwide. But if you're did gonna go... you have food in your tent? Mm-hmm. No, not in the tent. Oh, in, in the car? car. In the car. Fuck. In, the car. in the car. In the car, not in the you tent. You still shouldn't have it there. If you go hiking in the woods and it's bear country, bring OC spray. They come in bear forms. Here's a tip from Jessup. If a bear attacks you, you just, you get your two, <laughs> oh, no. you get your pointer finger, your middle finger, and you jam it right in his asshole. And no. he'll just he'll let go of you immediately. No. Because he doesn't know, not even bears like it in the ass. You, you cannot reach a bear's asshole. <laughs> There's no way. Two finger salute. And you say, and you say you, when you do it, you say, Jessup! And you go right from the asshole. Oh my God. Did you ever watch the documentary, was it Grizzly Man? Yes. And then what was the name of one of the bears? Jessup. Aunt Melissa. No. <laughs> that's the one that's, that, that's, that's Aunt Melissa over there. That's the one that killed She's him. She's real right? man. I think Aunt Melissa was the one that killed him. That that that's horrible. That is actually like when you listen to the audio from that. It's oh, pretty yeah, fucking it's disturbing. I think we talked about it on the podcast before. Ugh. But when you hear the there's audio, audio? Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's audio of the day they got killed, and it's basically like you just hear the audio of him, and he's like calling for like he wakes up in the morning, and, she, and the girl's not there, or the vice versa. He she wakes up, and he's not there, and. They're calling for the other for the other person, whoever it is, and you don't hear anything. And all of a sudden, a bear approaches the tent and drags her out of the tent. And then they ended up like finding them there later, and their their innards were inside the fucking bears because he was living with the bears. He thought yeah. he was like they were his family and shit like that. Yeah, the oh, horrible. The screaming. The problem and stuff was horrible. the bears were fucking deathly hungry, and mm-hmm. they ended up eating them. Yeah, I mean, the, I think Aunt Melissa is the one that killed her own cub who, and ate it. Who did that? Um, uh, that was it. Was it Born or Herzog? Herzog, Herzog yeah, yeah, he, he did, did that uh, documentary. Yeah. It's a good documentary, but it's, 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 it's how, how long ago was this? Oh, several years ago. I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. It's a good documentary to, to watch. It's just, I mean, it's unsettling and it just makes you realize. Like, when I went to. Um, it used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it is. When anymore. I went to Yellowstone and we went hiking, there was bears everywhere that said, Beware of grizzly bears. And I was shitting my fucking pants because we didn't have any weapons on us. And we yeah. were like hiking through the mountains yeah. and stuff like that. And I was just like, if, if a fucking grizzly bear comes, we have nothing to defend ourselves. You with. should get a, the OC can that's. Fire yeah, extinguisher size. But you hear, like, I mean, you hear stories, a lot of stories, actually, of guys getting attacked, and that spray does nothing, does absolutely nothing to protect them. There was this, there was this video of uh, some guy, like, within the last year or two, that was attacked by a grizzly bear on a trail. He had the spray. He sprayed it. The grizzly bear let up and let him go, and he started hauling ass. Like, he was like, I forget, I want to say he was, like, seven miles deep into a trail, but I'm just making that up. But he was far into a trail. He, he kept coming back to where he had to go, whatever. The grizzly attacked him again. Mm-hmm. He didn't have anything. He basically he basically thought at that point he was going to die, so he just went limp. And then b- the grizzly bear let go a second time, and he, dude, 
there's like pictures if you just google it um you'll probably find it and the guy's just fucking just shredded sh- he's shredded dude oh, took like yeah. his whole scalp like just mm-hmm. ripped it like just from one slash just took his whole scalp uh, their, ta- God, their fucking yeah. balls are huge bears more they're terrifying they're, 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 than rawhead rex kodiaks the kodiaks oh the kodiaks are fucking oh they're terrifying. the most aggressive well i mean now with like us just destroying the world too like all these bears are hungry so like they're just trying to get some food any way they can and like listen if you're in their fucking territory you better be like you, you just better have some kind of weapon to fight yourself because yeah. if they try to eat you and you're in their country that's just your fault for being there dude that's why i stay in philadelphia ain't no bears, <laughs> bears. but apparently there's possums because there was there a are. dead possum outside oh, my apartment <laughs> and i was like how is there a dead jesse po- how is there did a you dead check possum? the pouch for babies like fuck, we told you fuck no i didn't check no pouch because that thing looked fucking had aids <laughs> i like kicked Look, it. if it's desiccated possums already are the, your friends the baby possums guys. are dead i mean listen they're your friends people like to pretend that possums are cute but there is nothing I they are i have i have nothing in my soul to believe they're marsupials possums guys yeah they're marsupials that have hiv and fucking the black plague Melissa's <laughs> well, like, if I can raise doodles, I can raise anything. I mean, doodles is basically like a possum that just—he's one form above a possum. Like, <laughs> he's but like that's a not, possum raccoon. <laughs> he might be a possum and like just have camouflage on. When, yeah. he, when he dies, his true form will just dissolve. <laughs> oh. and he's just gonna be a possum <laughs> with like, a shitload oh, of turds in his God. stomach. Oh my God. <laughs> a lot of turds. We we um, have to yell at him a lot about that. Oh, and then sometimes so the turds get stuck in his teeth. No, <laughs> God, Melissa. Jesus. And we're just like. Alex gets so mad. And I'm like, what, what do you want me to fucking do? <laughs> like, I'm not going over there and wrestling a turd out of his mouth. I mean, listen, he's it's doing, already happening. He's doing what makes him happy. So sometimes <laughs> yeah. you just gotta follow your heart. Follow oh, your heart like doodles and just eat be happy. Shit. Please don't eat poop. I, mean, I don't understand. Their noses are so much more sensitive than ours. How can they there even must stomach be the shit? Essence of some kind like of food in that like poo. Stinky yeah, shit. you know what the essence is? Nutrients. Mm-hmm. Gross. Like, right. I, I don't look at my shit and look at I, I look at pizza and, I, and then I look at my shit. And there's a clear distinction between the two, but Doodles looks at it and it's like, there's no distinction. He's like, <laughs> actually, this time I'm going to eat the shit first and then I'll eat the pizza. <laughs> oh my God. All right, where the hell are we in this Who movie? Who the fuck knows? All right, so well, they, the teenagers are in the woods. They were making out. Then the little boy went, runs, ran, and got those people. Right, and then I wrote, and I wrote them. And man, man, man face woman was knitting. Oh, so Andy keeps forcing himself on the girl in the woods, and yes. finally she leaves to find... Um, just to leave whatever and she they find that body hanging in the woods as well yeah, yeah. they start and they running run. and then oh my she God, gets tired in two seconds she's like i can't he's like she's gotta go you gotta keep going and then fucking rawhead i don't know if she notices or not but no, rawhead she- grabs andy snatches them and, yeah. she, and she keeps running and she gets to the crowd of people no no she she right. grabs andy she just doesn't want them holding hands and you hear fucking rawhead rex and he's like i think i'm cute i know i'm sexy i've got the look that drives the girls wild I've got the move That really move them I said chill Up and down their spine I'm just a sexy boy I'm not your boy toy I'm just a sexy boy I'm not your boy toy Broken neck, splattered patellas, severed arteries <laughs> These are the two things Yeah, brother is that Hulk Hogan? Mm-hmm. Any yeah, brother is uh, Hulk Hogan. I, okay, I yeah. was, listen, I didn't watch wrestling. It's a good guess for me. <sighs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I my brothers, and then one get, of them to this day believes wrestling is oh, real. And then he gets oh, up on the ropes and he does the doomsday device, <laughs> which is what the Road Warriors did. The Road Warriors, Hulk and Animal, is to get fucking, one would get the, the opponent up on his shoulders, like you do when you're in the pool. Yeah. And then the other guy would get up on the ropes and he'd go, Fred Buggers, and he would like kick the guy on the guy's shoulders. That's called a doomsday device. Oh. Go, Sounds dangerous. The Road Warriors. Was that person yeah. dead afterwards? No. 
Yeah, they all—they always died in WWF because <laughs> it was 100% real. <laughs> I always like the I mean, Undertaker's move. If you're going to go to the, the, to the trouble of calling something a doomsday no. device, I want the person to be obliterated and dead. No, actually, the no. whole world ends when they do that. <laughs> no. I like the tombstone every single by time. The Undertaker. Oh my god, that's the best. I try to do this stuff all the time, and she's like, "Why are you putting my head between your crotch?" And I was like, "Because it's a tombstone," mm-hmm. and she doesn't understand. A standing like, 69. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, it's I a get standing it. 69 I mean, it's into a pile driver. Well, it's basically like a 69, but like Steph's face, Steph's facing the opposite way. So I pick her up, you put the head between your legs, then you pick them by the waist and you put their legs up so her butts, like I could eat her ass if I wanted yeah. to, and then, but I don't want to, and then I smash <laughs> her. <laughs> Let's well, be clear, yeah, I don't want to eat that ass. You want to go blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but I ain't going to eat that ass though. <laughs> no, nah, I mean, I'll eat it. Yeah, so she runs to the group of people and she realizes that she's holding her boyfriend's hand, mm-hmm. severed hand. And as this is happening, David's, David's still going for his straw, and he looks up in the tree line, and he sees Rawhead just standing there like he's about to start like an epic heavy metal video. Yes. And he's like, oh, what's it about to go? And he looks is away. Is he holding the head at this point, or is that later? I don't know. Yeah, I think holding, he was holding the head, right? He like, is holding he was on the, the head. Yeah. yeah. And he disappears. And then the gypsies, they like search through the woods. They like kind of ban- they fan out or whatever, to find the- and they find that body of Andy hanging. Yeah. And then they also- It's a bloody massacre! They find- Dennis hanging, but they find Andy on the ground with like his intestines. His liver, hanging out. his liver's hanging out. Yeah, they- intestines. Yes, probably just like chicken breasts. Actually, meanwhile, the mm, police find breasts. dead flannel man next to the Irish spring monolith, mm. mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, he was just getting ready to cut this up in the bars to send to John Ashmore. <laughs> <laughs> he would have made so much money, but now we're gonna do it." <laughs> and and the dad in uh, the Cosby sweater, he goes to the cops to tell them what he saw in the He's woods. He's like, "I saw a beastly." bulging man possibly ravishing rick rude or razor ramon from the <laughs> wwf i don't really know but he was very greasy <laughs> and then the police are like maybe you saw a cow and david's like i know what a cow looks like god damn it and the police are like maybe you saw bovine and david's like that's the same thing the police, <laughs> the police are like maybe you saw a heifer and he's like oh come on and the police are like maybe you saw heath ledger and he's like now you're just rhyming things oh, it God. doesn't make any sense i thought you're supposed to be the police <laughs> and he just leaves and then the police are like i feel threatened by your scarf it seems like you're trying to hide something two scarves it's pretty warm outside let's see what's underneath them scarves maybe the bodies are hiding under there <laughs> He's like, don't, it's my skin. It's extra skin. It just hangs. He's like, I've had enough of your shit, David. Cavity search, boys. Cavity search. Check his ass. Holy yeah. shit, the Cosby sweater is his fucking skin. <laughs> so, he is the Quizak Sider. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> from Dune. No matter oh, how many God. times we tell Melissa, it just... I never no, remember. No, no matter how many times we tell Melissa, it seeps out of her like cum every single time. <laughs> I mean, that never is inside me, so I can't. Oh, Melissa, it's inside you. I can't. Oh, there's always remnants. I can't. Believe me. I'm pure. <laughs> she, she lubes up with spermicide every night. <laughs> every time I just I shoot it in with a turkey baster, I don't fuck around. I use a whole goddamn 250 milliliters of Fucking inside my my cooch. Kills it all. It's like a fucking Boston creme inside. And guess what? If there's no more fucking spermicide, I put bleach in there and Alex tells me it burns. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. I don't care if it stains your pubes blonde, Alex. Mm -hmm. You're going to fucking deal with that bleach pussy. No. Um, So dad goes back to the. Back to <laughs> he goes back to the rectory and he wants to see uh, the parish records, which are gone Missing. conveniently. <laughs> so he just goes back to look at the stained glass. Yeah, and he's taking pictures, right? Again. He's already got pictures. Again. You need you can never have enough. Listen, he's got a whole roll of Polaroid, so he <laughs> wants to use them up. All right, he paid for them. 
and he's translating the Latin that's mm. on the uh, on the w- the picture, right on the window. I mean, death goes in fear of what it cannot be. Seems like an easy riddle. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Gotta think on it more. And but then um, he trips over. He bumps into Declan and drops his camera, and Declan uh, he just smashes it. it. Yeah, and um. No, no, Declan's what? like, get the fuck out of here! Yes. Like, the second he sees them, and he's like, what? what's the matter? What's the matter? Get the fuck out of here! There's nothing here for you! There's nothing here for you! <laughs> and then David grips up, and he's like, I just finished four easy pays on QVC for that camera, pal. I don't fucking care! <laughs> get out of here! Hey! Um, so back at the hotel, the family, they're checking out. Right? Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're going to move on. They're leaving for Dublin. And they have epic music yeah. for their little... A little trip and they're driving down the street they're driving to drive down not down a street but down, down, the, road. down, yeah. like, road. The, the, down that road and she sees just, a scarecrow no she sees like lance henriksen and then they <laughs> <laughs> and she's like God, oh. he gets around that guy he's like he's like she's like i thought i saw lance henriksen standing in that field back there and he's like oh did you i want to get his autograph let's back up and those roads beep, are not the beep, kind of roads where you beep, can just back the fuck no. up beep, beep. but they do they don't care they and just park it the, guy, the dad's like just officially he's trying to find a pen the whole time because he's so excited and then they back somebody looks he's like that's just desiccated leaves and like really brittle twigs i mean I, it's a, but it's, i see it in the cheekbones i mean i can see it i, I see what you I mean i can see it i yeah. mean look listen his gravy bones his gravy bones look like cheekbones and then they drive for what, like two more you know minutes, and the little girl needs to pee. The gravy bones connected to the jawbone. But it, the jawbone's <laughs> connected to the chin. Wait, bone. he just puts his little tongue and goes. Bleh, bleh. It also the gravy. It also got, but also, I mean, Lance Henderson's a ladle. If we could say anything about him, blah, it, blah. like if you were, if you had to pick one human to be a utensil to eat, you would pick Lance Henderson because he's sturdy. He can he's cut through a steak. He's got all the <laughs> Yeah, like if I had to pick, if I had to like ladle gravy, I'd be like, if you had to say Jesse, pick one person to be yeah. your ladle, I would be Lance Henderson. I mean, he gives you baby rabbits. We need to have a like T-shirt. We need to have a T-shirt that's called, that just says the ladle, and it's a picture of Lance Henderson's face with just semen dripping all down. No, all no, over no why semen, <laughs> Jesse? No, it's the ladle, but. It's a very very close 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 <laughs> picture of Lance Henriksen's cheekbone but it looks like the topography of Mars <laughs> and you're like I can see the face in there that means fucking civilization has settled on Mars no that's Lance Henriksen's face civilization has settled on Lance Henriksen's face <laughs> only um, intelligent civilizations could do but, that but we, we do we get a cut back to the police station where the um they have a sketch no no that- yeah the detective shows police chief oh, yeah. a picture he drew and he's like I'm quitting the force and I'm selling my pictures <laughs> On, on Etsy under the shop name Spooky Scribbles. <laughs> Check out this. I think the thing is funny. It's like that's what the little boy described. It doesn't look like anything. I made this myself. Uh, Chief, that'll I be two hundred dollars. He drew it. He wouldn't say anything, but that's, oh, that's what, what he drew. It. Chief, this is an eight by ten. Free shipping, two hundred dollars. And like later, <laughs> when, the, name, when the main guy draws something, it's not much better. But they're like it's exactly the same. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the, the family stops at this point so the daughter can. Take her, take this is when the the wife is a miserable bitch. She is, oh my like, god! She can go she's by she's herself. Her, yeah, doing her own. Just let her piss in the oh, creepy field. What is she field? even doing? It's not like they had phones back then to ignore their children. No, with. Like, I don't know. 
She's just not doing uh, fucking uh, back anything. Back then, when like family members left the area just for a split second, you just muttered under your breath for twenty minutes, <laughs> oh and that's how God. you pass the time. <laughs> fucking bitch! I hate that fucking uh, person yeah, so, so much. He, I hope they why die. Why did he have to send her a million miles away to pee behind a bush? Go pee behind on the other side of this wall. There's a million miles away. Can't believe it. It's just bullshit. I don't know what the fuck. What the fuck? Satan is my friend. That's what you idiots sound like. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens every time I leave the house. If I see Melissa, I'm just in the car the whole time talking to myself. And Steph's like, what are you talking about? I was like, no, don't worry about it. Melissa's the worst. No, I mean, that's kind of like every morning when I wake up and I like see myself in the mirror and I just like, I make eye contact. I just go. God, We have to talk about your deep I just go, I fucking hate you. Melissa, you're beautiful. Love yourself. Love yourself. Melissa's stick is like, I'm just going to resort to self-loathing on the podcast and it's going to be my I make fun of a lot of things in this podcast, but love yourself, people, because no one else is going <laughs> to. I mean, just love yourself. I have to yeah. love myself every day because I'm like, who's going to love this fucking size yeah. 14 sneaker of fucking love handle? <laughs> disgusting person. Stinky taint at all. I've been starving myself all week to try to just reduce the size 13 sneakers. I think I got the size 13 sneaker to a 12 and a half this week. On, so, your, on your love handles? So progress. Progress, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's the, like when you have such big love handles, I you're mean, trying to lay on your side. You want to hear it. more about the Say Love Satan diet plan? It's on our Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and my diet plan it's is... similar to the Bowie one. I just eat romaine knuckles all week. <laughs> like, all week. And there's no nutrients in that. It's just knuckles and water. That's what that's what, a, that's what makes yeah, up a yeah. romaine leaf. <laughs> but the knuckles make sure you poop, and that's important. I don't care about nutrients, though. That's what vitamins are for. You need to be regular. It's important. Mm-hmm. It's important. Fiber. Um, yeah, so the daughter, she goes behind. He sends her behind this bush, and she's like, you mustn't look! And she runs back there, and then she starts screaming. She's the worm because from there's the a dead. <laughs> Never go that way. Oh my god! Um, I just pissed on a dead raccoon's eye socket. But oh! it takes her a long time to freak out, and when she does, everyone comes running except the brother, who's like, "I'm going to stay in the car and read this comic." Of course, that Is was it, that was not a good decision no, for him. So basically, they're like attending to the little girl, and then Rawhead Rex just happens to appear outside. It's so corny how they film it too, because you can yeah. see his reflection in like yeah. the fucking like uh, glass of the car and he opens up the door because that's all he does in this movie he either rips off car yeah. doors or opens them up bam bam he grabs the kid and as this is happening david looks over and sees it and david tries to open up his you sweater you can't see a lot at all he tries mm-hmm. to open up his sweater to qu- catch the wind so he's like a flying squirrel because he wants to like <laughs> fly towards to protect but it doesn't work no and rawhead basically takes his son and drags him off into the woods i don't think he i thought no, I he, think he killed, killed him, him in, the car. in the car they didn't show anything though they did it all you see is a fucking sneaker yeah you see a sneaker fall but then when he's running he's not holding well it. In, no. the, in the book what happens is rawhead just bites the kid's head off yeah okay and he eats yeah. it like and it's like really gory yeah i guess they couldn't show that and, and, he, and oh, rating this like there really was no way gore the scene that clive barker describes kind of sounds like pet cemetery because the dad's like Like he yeah. saw Pet Cemetery, yeah. so he was like, "I can't get this fucking gate open." But, ah! oh, yeah. They do not. They don't do a good job of conveying the kid's death. No, they don't. Like no, until you, later when when they say shit, but like you just assume like maybe he just carried the child off, right? And they don't he could do, come back. They don't do a good job of conveying anything in this movie and aside that from upset. that it's a killer guy in a suit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, and the dad does kind of chase him for a minute in the woods, but he, he gives gets up. away. Yeah. But you're led to believe that Rawhead Rex Jennifer Connelly's. Oh yeah, he does. Oh yeah, he's quick as I mean, fuck. I'm, absolutely. When you're like nine feet tall, man, you every no yeah. every footsteps a mile. <laughs> uh, and then so back at the police station, right? All the reporters are there. 
Um, the officer the- shows David his spooky scribbles, and he's like, $10 free shipping. <laughs> and he's like, I already fucking saw this three times. Get it out of my fucking face. Hey, and this is when they compare it to the sketch from the boy, and they're like, it's exactly the same thing. <laughs> he's even got the red scribble horny eyes. <laughs> and when it shows it, it looks like someone that was like, had 10 levels of doubtardism wrote that, like with their eyes closed. It's just like sharp teeth. And then da- David says to the police officer, it's got hiding places you couldn't even imagine. Like maybe under a big pile of leaves or like in a closet. And the police is like, that seems like it's pretty obvious. And he's like, shut up. I'll get the goddamn thing myself then. And he does. He leaves. This is its home from way back. David goes back to church. Right. And as he's like walking around again, uh, Declan creeps up on him. Do you have this, what he says? Declan's like, do you need to use the restroom? And he's like, no. And he's like, because my mouth is a urinal. <laughs> no, I didn't write that. Um, he, this is what Declan says. They buried him alive. The devil. No, he doesn't. No, 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 what? no, 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 no. What, what? If you're going to do Declan, you better, you better deliver like Declan stuff. So uh, let's hear Let's hear some ferocity. I can't Let's hear it. it. Come on, come on, come oh, on. You can do it. Just pretend you're Just pretend. Do it. Just pretend. Use Jesse just had some raisin brown. And, he, and he's got... <laughs> Six layers of schmegma yeah. on the on the plate that he put in the in yeah, the sink. Yeah, exactly. I just put that in the sink, and I want you to wash it. But I don't have the rage. Come on, come on, okay, be, come on do, it, do it forceful and be, do it proud. I'm gonna try. No, do it, do it. Come on, put some, put some energy okay. into it. Let's hear it. They buried him alive, the devil. They put him in the earth, deep down. They thought they'd die. You see, they thought he'd die. You see. Sorry. <laughs> oh man, don't forget yourself. They thought they could forget about him, but the dark ones come back. They always do. Good job. I mean, it sucked, but it's <laughs> <laughs> like I just like your your laugh. You're always like <laughs> <laughs> that's what she does. She does. <laughs> Don't hate me. <laughs> I'm aware uh, of that defense mechanism. And then Coot enters, and Declan leaves because it's a very strange. I don't know if that, if Coot overheard any of that. Who knows? Yeah, it doesn't seem like I don't know. David figures out by looking at the po- at his Polaroid that the stained glass like wasn't put together in the right way because Coot kind of tells him like, "Oh, this this church has been destroyed and rebuilt mm-hmm. sixty times. I yeah. don't know why it just keeps happening." So like, yeah, they just did the best they could with that. And he's like, "It's not right. It's not correct." Yeah, look, it makes no sense. The piece in that stained glass is in the other stained glass over there, and if you look at that over there, it's actually like a weapon or something. So we're supposed to be looking for a weapon to kill Rawhead Rex because that's what they're doing in the stained glass window. And really, the outline of what he's showing looks like the outline of a Boston Market chicken. Yeah, yeah. it's like that somebody's holding. I mean, basically, that's what it looks like when they find the, the thing, too. It looks like a Boston Market chicken. I'm like, what is that supposed to be? Either it's a Boston Market chicken or it's a no. naked I Melissa mean, McCarthy like statue. It was just like a pregnant woman, right? Or a woman holding yeah. like a it's baby. It's that little statue no, thing, it's right? Melissa McCarthy naked. <laughs> that's what it is. And you see the fupa? Mm, little cherub. No. I mean, little cherub, baby. You, I mean, you saw the fupa. No, I, no. That was pregnant baby it belly. Was, it was fupa. Fupa. Fupa is basically a locker for your fat. Is this where Rawhead Rex is visiting the gypsies again? Well, though, first, um, the reverend, like, the dad leaves the church, and um, they have this whole discussion about how the dad doesn't believe in the devil, but something started the rumor, so I don't know, he's insinuating. Coot goes up and he puts his hand on the altar. He touches the altar, right. Oh, yeah. And it gets like, Um, and he he gets the red light and his hand blisters. And he's like, oh, it's brown and black. It burnt. Ouchie. And then this is back. And in then the, he got the like caravans. some aloe gel yeah. and it felt better. And then back at the gypsy, they're having a gypsy meeting and they're talking about entering the one guy in the eyebrow Olympics. 
Because mm. that oh guy, my God. that dude's eyebrows, <laughs> holy shit. This the, was the, the, the ugliest collective have, group of people oh my in God. the town, all in one <laughs> trailer. That's why they confine themselves to a caravan and just roam the countryside. Like, if that dude's so eyebrow, hairy. he has eyebrows, it's a unibrow, and he has a mullet. What the, what does his pubes look like? Oh, so bushily. It probably looks like chain mail, <laughs> like going from like his pubes to his yeah. ass. It's like just, <laughs> is, just, is, I just is bushily brow the one telling the story about how they found? No, it was the old guy. The old, the old guy, guy was yeah. trying to exaggerate the story of them finding the and body you see rawhead walk by yeah. in the background and they're kind of like do they does anybody notice it the no no the he starts, raw guy he, says something well, yeah. He, yeah. and he flips the he starts flipping the caravan yeah, yeah. all of a sudden you hear <laughs> pushing the fucking caravan just, yeah. so to uh break the movie magic a little bit here rawhead wasn't actually flipping the caravan they had it tied to a, a truck that was pulling it in the opposite direction oh you don't okay. say okay i mean really just, i don't want to suspend your disbelief it sounds like yeah. john hammond was inv- was involved in this movie because spare no expense yeah oh my god spare no, no goddamn no, motherfucking expense. but i do think it's funny i like when like so he, they put he pushes the caravan over the old completely. dude tries to get out um he, yeah he kicks the window out he sticks say, the it head again, out. say it again we have a rod we have a rod flex what? <laughs> it's from fucking it's from Jurassic Park. <laughs> we have a T-Rex. So what what did you just say? Say it again. The rawhead DNA. <laughs> we have a rawhead. <laughs> we, we have a rawhead Rex. Well, he, he like pops his head out and he sees rawhead. He tries to get back in, but rawhead grabs him and, yeah. and pulls him out. And, and then, then he grabs him. him. No, I don't care about that. Then, then he grabs the girl, and finally, for the love of Jesus, we oh, get some boobies out of fucking nowhere. And I don't even think he kills her. Listen, I don't know. The and like they fought a little bit, but. It he threw her against a tree, but I don't think the he actually killed her. The only misstep in this movie is having a hardcore sex scene between David and his wife and seeing some penetration, some doggy style tit flopping. Because there's nothing sexier <laughs> than than doggy style tit flopping. <laughs> I mean, fake boobs, yeah. <laughs> um, but he does like fight all the all the guys. He's just like throwing, everyone throwing people around Fighting around the world. Um, and then there's somebody but trying to guys, shoot him. To be honest, like they, all. All Rawhead Rex has been doing this whole time is picking people up by the neck, going grrr, and uh-huh. throwing them on the ground. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's he all he does. a lot of people, though. There's not. A, there's no good kills, though. No. no. Watch this no movie. There's he no be good like, kills. He should be, like, ripping but throats out and, like, biting yeah. heads off. The guy with the shotgun fucked up. Oh, and because he, he blows everything he up? He blows everyone the fuck up by hitting a gas oh, tank. Oh, yeah, he hits a propane tank and it explodes. God. And then the cops finally show up, and it's just like... Chaos. They show up everywhere. at the same time. Rawhead's walking away, head. and yet they drive away because they can't catch up to Rawhead. Yeah, yeah. Walking again, away. it's those long legs. You and then at some, is this <laughs> where they think they went too far and they they missed him when they're driving? So they start yeah, to like back they up, find him. Right. He, he rips the door off the police car and he starts pulling the chief out, and he kind of eye fucks him, and then. You see, what like does this he fucking do? He he like talks to him in little baby people. He's he, like, he, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so he like puts his power over yeah, him. And, so the, and, like, and the police chief's like, yes, for you, for you, for you, for you, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then when it goes back to the police station. This is when the dad gets the attitude, and he because he wants to talk to the detective. And, oh my god, the best. Would you like a cup of tea? Oh yeah. Go so, fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Um, and then it cuts back to the rectory, and yes. Coot's hands are blistered from his epic Jo session. Because he was just looking at a whole like eight by ten of like the of little boys. <laughs> oh no! And then um, Declan's out in the cemetery. He hears something outside. He goes to investigate. And he sees Declan getting pissed on. 
yes. by Rawhide Rex. I really wish that they would have shown that better because this, God, they could have shown. I it, had like, no idea. He like, was so far away. They okay. needed to show it from the perspective of fucking Rawhead or the the guy. I don't when, know why they, they were so far. And they could have easily done that. Yeah. I don't know why they were so afraid. Yeah, I think it, they were. I think like with this movie, they were honestly uh, super like, afraid that oh, shit was going to so. get edited. Yeah, so they didn't even bother I trying. I didn't even know what I thought. He ripped his shirt open, and the dude was like pulsating and and turning into something. Yeah. The only like, reason that's what I thought was happening. The only reason I knew is because I read the story. You can see yeah. the, I mean listen, you could see the piss stream if you're really paying attention, but like I don't know, it's, it is difficult to it's, see. It's okay, in, and in the story, um it's really funny because this is a very long scene he and pisses it's very, on for a while. Yeah, and the priest like pr- it's, go, it's like going Coop, in his mouth and shit. Yeah, Reverend Coop comes oh out and God. sneaks up and sees it and then gags because yeah. he's so grossed out by it and Rawhead sees him. And Ron yeah, sees Rawhead him. Sort of saw and him then here. Later, it's hard to tell scene, with like but, a plastic bag well, if it, it's looking at you or what not. What makes it worse is the scene before that. You just see Rawhead going back into the shed of that cottage, and he's just vigorously throwing raw fucking asparagus into his mouth. <laughs> oh god, like, <laughs> so much asparagus! <laughs> oh, the smell. He's like asparagus bees. <laughs> well, like later when you like um, Coot meets up with Declan in like the crypts. That scene in the book is like he's like oh he smelled so like yeah. uh, like stinky from the piss like that's like in the story like oh my god he smelled awful because he was just drenched. Just the, in the piss. Imagine the heat coming off. But, him when, they, but when they show him the story, he's bone dry. Like yeah. there ain't a piss speck to be found on him. Well, they also filmed it in the winter time, and I'm sure he didn't want to be covered in piss while he was filming the rest of the I mean, scenes. That guy was a fucking Shakespearean actor. He would have been fucking covered in anything you wanted yeah. him to be in because he was just that committed to the role. But I yep. I like the part where the priest calls the police yes and the police are like who is this i can't hear you is this is this you <laughs> father coot or whatever yes it's me where name? are you the fucking where church are you? <laughs> the church the best <laughs> so and then, then, he, then he runs into his little basement juke yeah he, it's a crypt he runs yeah. down the crypt in the juke and declan confronts him and declan's like he wants to baptize you in piss like he did for me and coot's like you are one of god's teachers and he's like god he's fucking in god He's like, why did you say? I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> if I get it, yeah! <laughs> what? I, huh? What are you saying? I just hear like, <laughs> he was here before Christ. He was king. Well, oh, okay. I understood that. I like this part too because Rawhead gets in and when he's walking by the desk, he just nonchalantly he kills all the pushes no, all no. the shit I off. I like when he scrapes, so he scrapes the 8 by 10 of Jesus. That's oh, yeah. Like, with his claws. He's like, ah! One of two times. <laughs> and then Pumpkin came, Pumpkinhead came in and he was like knocking over all yeah. the crucifixes. And they high-fived and they started doing like a break dance oh, together. Like, dun, 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 that that would have made the movie a 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you had to add. Pumpkinhead? Yeah. So um, just fucking ripping up the church together. monster design. Yeah. I mean, listen, we got fucking Lance Harrison in here. It's the and same universe now. Declan grabs the Reverend and he forces him to go up to the church. Yes. Right, this is the next scene? Yeah, yeah. he's like, get um, upstairs, fuck face. I can't keep God waiting. And he sees like that it's completely destroyed and he asks Declan if he did it. And he's like, yes, he wants me to destroy everything. Yeah, and then but, Rawhead but, comes in. But he thinks he's afraid because he's like, well, why didn't he do it himself? Is he yeah. afraid of something in here? Is Declan- he afraid of the Lord's house? And Declan's just like, <laughs> <laughs> ah, why would he be afraid he's not afraid of anything except for that thing over there there's like yeah. a statue in there of Melissa McCarthy and ain't no one want to look at that yeah but don't worry about that <laughs> but the priest grabs he the grabs crucifix cross, yeah. and it looks like it's it's working but then no he just no. grabs it and then it Rawhead grabs it it looks like a sponge uh-huh. yeah it does <laughs> goodbye He's like, I know my real master when I see him because he looks like Brutus the Barber Beefcake or one of the British Bulldogs from the WWF. <laughs> I don't know who these people 
If the silence is two seconds or more, I know I've done good. <laughs> uh, Declan uh, pushes the reverend up, like towards him, and then um, we see from outside, right? The cops pull up, and there's just like all this smoke fog. I don't yeah, know what so it is. Coming out of the door. Pouring, so, pouring so out I don't know why. So this part doesn't happen in the book where like the police chief goes in back of the police as they're facing him and no. kind of pours the petrol and lights it on yeah, fire. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in the book. No. Not in but the book. they were on a bunch But the one guy sees it ha- about to happen and he's like, no! As he's pouring the petrol, he's like, for you, for you, I'm going this for you. Oh, and he walks through the fire and is like dying in front of him yes. and Rawhead's just like laughing but at him. But I have to say real quick, so the the scene where like the he attacks the two cops in the car mm-hmm. he actually in the book kills the one guy by remember holding him up and he rips his junk he off rips his dick off oh yeah. shit yeah i mean you would that's, be out from that they say that in, like, they say that in the story that's how he kills people yeah. he holds them upside down and like yeah. either drives their heads into well, the ground or fucking rips their dicks did off. the yeah. other cop die or fucks when them. his when the car we didn't talk about it but did his car flip there or was he fine after the car flipped oh, i think you're allowed to believe he dies yeah, yeah. yeah the car okay. flipped, but they don't yeah. say so this is a different cop yelling like no it's the, the other one's like the setting it on that's fire like kind of been yeah he's yeah. like so david, voice of reason david runs over to coot, coot and coot's all like, the villagers are now dead coot's dying mm-hmm. and coot's like he's like tell me what's the secret what's the secret and coot's like cream of weed is more tolerable with <laughs> maple syrup <sighs> And I like how like the dad's like says to the cop like go back to the station and wash my wife. And yes, the, cop, and the cop's like okay. And the, co- and the cop's like oh you're in charge okay. <laughs> well, he's like the only unburnt cop yeah. left in the entire parish. And oh, I'm the only guy left. I'll go back to the station. So he goes back into the church, David, and he gets attacked by Declan, who's in there, and yeah. he starts talking to get the like fuck out of here. And he's like, Why is Declan now choking him out when he was about to beat the shit out of him earlier? So in the book, that's what they say, like, that uh, David's, like, very weak, and he's like, yeah. he starts fighting uh, Declan, and he's like, oh, I'm so flabby and out of shape, and he's just overpowering me and stuff like that. Yeah, because a couple times I do mention how he, like, oh, I wish I would, like, I would have worked out instead of drinking all those coffees and eating those donuts every day or something, like, whatever, you because, know? Because, well, because yeah. there wasn't the aroma of asparagus the that way, was overpowering. The way they portray david in the book is basically like what happens in the book that the original residents are slowly forced out by by like city people who are buying like they're um, gentrifying the they're, neighborhood they're basically gentrifying the neighborhood <laughs> and they're buying these for like summer homes and that's what happens because i think it takes place in like outside of london yeah. right in the actual story so they're gonna so, build a multi-million dollar condo <laughs> where Raw, rawhead rex's penis yeah. totem was i so, know i think they were buying i think they were just doing like a call like it was like a um like a coffee shop yeah it was all organic yeah <laughs> And they don't believe in like sweetening coffee. And they only just have raw it water. It's yeah. only raw water. Raw water, and um, um, they just give they. What they also do like births in the back room in like a tub. Yeah, live births mm-hmm. with a dolphin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dolphin, fucking hipster capital of fucking the world. But yeah, so in the book, he's just like this regular old businessman from the city who's out of shape, who's buying this country home, like, and he's out of shape. They keep like re. He's out of shape. His family's with but, him. But guys. Yeah. He's, he's out, out of shape. shape. He's out of shape. <laughs> right. So then Declan's just like beating his ass and choking him out. And then he, what does he grab? Does he grab a, bi- a Bible and he touches it? To yes, his it's his like face a flaming. And it burns his face. Yeah. yeah. It was the it was the it was the King James version, so yeah. it was extra thick. And he runs over to Dad. Runs over to the altar. He opens and it And he up. tries to open it, but he burns his hands. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets just gets in there. He, he, he gets the candlestick. He gets a bright idea to grab the candlestick yeah. so he doesn't have to touch it. And mm-hmm. then he gets out the naked Melissa McCarthy statue and he runs outside with it. And oh, Declan runs out first and he's like, Declan's like, he's you can go kill him. He's oh, right here. Yeah, he oh does. my yeah. gosh. <laughs> he's like he's like evil henchman. And David goes out there with the thing and he starts holding up the statue. He's like, come on, sweetheart, do it. Do it. Do it. Show yeah. him. Show him all the shitty movies you'll make with your <laughs> clitoris mandibles no. and just engulf him. With your all-encompassing crotch, you will do it. 
do it. And he starts that. Did you see the way the statue looks? Yeah. The statue's mm-hmm. like basically a ball of fat. Yeah. And it's got a big pussy on the uh-huh. belly. Like the belly is where I no, the pussy is on the belly where I imagined it was when I was ten <laughs> years old. Like when I was ten years old, I was like the vagina is like this. In the front. Like it's not like up, it's like this. So when you have sex, you go, eh, eh, eh. Cause it's like it's it's fucking uh yeah. This is vertical, right? <laughs> no, 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 the pussy's horizontal. Yeah. If, the, if the woman's standing up, the pussy's horizontal, not vertical. And that's how I thought it was when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, you just go in there. I thought the pussy was in the bush. <laughs> like, I thought you had to fuck through the bush to get to the vagina. Like, in the front, not... Yeah. It, yeah. No, no, I thought the Did vagina... Did you really think about how to fuck this rock for this long? No, no, I was just talking about when I was a kid. How, oh, I, used okay. to, how I used to think how you, def- <laughs> how you had to fuck through the pussy hair to get to the oh, vagina. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> so, before, works- before eighth grade, and I learned phys ed. Finally, in eighth grade public school, I was like, we'll teach you, Jess. It's eighth grade. Oh, God, now. I learned in fifth, sixth grade in no, public no, school. No, yeah, no, no, no. Actually, grade. I'm sorry, it was twelfth grade. We'll teach you, Jess. Meanwhile, you had already been doing it since you were how old? <laughs> I know, right? I was sticking my fingers. I knew where it was. Um, yeah. So the um, so Rex- the first person you were like. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> don't, don't feel bad for them. They were drunk. <laughs> Rawhead Rex for Boogas the Consent. dad. And uh, then he kills they Declan. Were, they were three years older than me, so <laughs> okay. listen. Um, he kills he kills <laughs> Declan, who is uh, who's like so happy, right? I like how stuff just keeps but, going. You, I know because somebody has to. Someone has I to. Mean, you're a treasure to behold. <laughs> um, yeah, Declan. But Declan like wants to be killed, and that's in the story too, where he's like he's so happy to be serving him that he's like, oh, I don't no, well, care that you're about about to be killed me. by him. But too. he says it in the thing too before he yeah. says like he is God. He's like what. what when Coot's like, what is he going to do after he kills me? And he's like, kill me, hopefully! Yeah. Oh, it was so weird. <laughs> it's like the biggest... But that's the way it, he says it is exactly <laughs> like that, Jesse. It's like that in the story, too, though. Like, he wants to he wants Because to it's kill. like, well, because it's such like a... It, it's it, like an honor to be... Well, no, 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 that no, his whole like, life's a fucking like, lie. No, but basically, like, in the book, it's like a sensory overload. Like, it feels yeah. like it's getting him super hard. Yeah. Like, it's getting him super yeah. built up and horny. And he's got a so hard he, on. He's it would never, be the ultimate cum. Yeah, he's basically <laughs> never felt anything more powerful in his life, so yeah. he's just yeah. like, I am coming! I get it. Um, yeah, so he kills... And what, what, what better but, way to die than with a rope around your neck behind your fucking... No, in your bathroom door, you know what no. I'm saying? No! That's what, I mean... David Carradine? He's like, I want to go like Robbie Will! It's not what happened! Robbie Will! We've talked about this, It's not accurate. Rawhead Rex, Robbie Will, it's the same thing. No, I'm not saying. So the mom runs up, right? She runs up, and Dad and uh, Rawhead are they're tussling. Yeah, and Elaine picks (laughs) her name's Elaine, by the way. Good, good, good job for that sergeant that went back to the police station just so she could run back to the church. (laughs) Elaine picks up the statue and she uses her mens magic, and her quig shoots lasers out, and fucking all this vagina heat. Starts fucking burning everything in front of her. Minutes you know, it's of like, like blue no, lights, it's wa- like, this. like oh my and god, then, like yes. illuminating the tombstones she lays, for no reason. No, no, Elaine lays on her back and opens, spreads her quig open, and it's like the it's like the ending of Terminator Two when Linda Hamilton's holding onto the fence and yeah. she blows apart. That's <laughs> yeah. what fucking it's, happens to all head wrecks. It's basically the ending of Halloween Three when the moon is glowing and where the fucking all that shit's just superimposed, glowing. It's like do 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 But you did doo-doo. see like that robed priest that came up from yes. behind her right i guess that's what it was sure it was it was, it was harnessing the vjj of her ancestors yes. she basically the ancestors. she basically blanches rawhead rex and he's he's like all white and shit yeah. and he falls to the ground and he falls down like a like a some kind of like grave or something he like the ground collapses and he gets sucked down and into he falls it. down to like a fucking catacomb or something yeah, and, right and the statue falls down with him so it's all covered up and they just walk away it doesn't make any sense it doesn't make no, any no, sense no no david's like it's no, all then he, then he it's all over now he wipes his hands it's clean. over he's like a woman it had to be a woman yeah because i mean he figured it out but but because clive, barker did, clive barker didn't no. find that out that's no. really a metaphor for 
third wave feminism coming up and then stomping the toxic masculinity down into the earth where it should be buried and kept there for the rest of eternity. I mean, maybe we'll have a female president. I keep waiting. Yeah. I keep voting. (laughs) Keep keep voting for the Vagheegs. I want the Vagheegna to be... I want I want the penis to be subservient. Yeah. The I mean, well, then at the very end, you yeah. see the boy <laughs> over his brother's grave, and then you yeah. realize that Trump's president, Sir Rawhead Rex, comes back. <laughs> oh out my of the gosh! Because it's his but time again. So yeah. he's, he's so white. He's so white when he's you know what, dude? Because he has to blend in. He has to blend into the <laughs> he new world order. He looked like a tombstone. Like it was. It crazy. looks like basically like someone like that was totally an afterthought, and they use like and they used a bust because it looks. Yes. It doesn't even look proportionately correct. No, it looks fucking no. awful. And it, and like I imagine there's just somebody with like that head on like a broomstick. No, that's like holding it up. No, that ending's basically like when when uh, Marty McFly goes back in the future and Biff's like he's running the world. That's what oh, it's yeah. like. Fucking still alive. Burst I, on I just kind of wish they would have followed the story and ended ended it with them him dying. I just wish the they would have followed ending, any storyline well, at all. The ending of the book's awesome because I, I I like the fact in the movie how the woman does. It makes more sense as a story arc as a whole, especially in the book. If the woman would have would have made it, like yeah. you know, would have killed him or at least weakened him. I like in the book though how they rip him apart and basically yeah. like just rip him completely like asunder. I like how they describe how he how he urinates as they're killing him and the urine runs down the street. And into, what? Yeah, yes. He urinates and it goes down the street into like into like the gutter. Into the gutter. Yeah. yeah. Why does that matter? Because that's how he. I mean, well, I think there's a lot the of talk of the about use. there's a lot of talk about urine. <laughs> yeah. And then Ninja Turtles got involved. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was a fucking cowbunga time. Um. Yeah. That's how Splinter was born. Big Apple. You go first, Steph. I'm gonna make you go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, so okay, I have to. It's hard for me because I've watched the you movie. You say this with no, every listen, movie. It really is though, because I just I just read the finish reading. It's the always story. hard for you. It's, I finished reading the story today, yeah. and I really like the story. And so I kind of feel like the liking the story is making me like the movie a little bit more. Yeah, but no. Um, the, I mean, the movie is not. It's not great. It's. I wish. Um, I wish they would have stuck more to the story a little bit instead of adding in all these embellishments i don't know um yeah, i would say they weren't embellishments they were de-embellishments <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were, yeah. they were. Um, if that's even a word i really think that the creature design is really horrible i'm so pissed I just, about it's that it's so bad it, t- it makes it just it just makes it look cheesy and it just it mm-hmm. takes out away from the seriousness of this movie yeah mm-hmm. so i don't you, know what do you um give it? i uh, it's not unwatchable i would watch it again so I go, i'm gonna say it's a five but I do recommend um, read the book. I mean, read the story. I'll read the next. story. Yeah. So I, I, so I agree. Like, yeah. I mean, I've read the story a million times, and I reread it just so it was fresh in my head. And I agree that like the creature design is terrible. Like, it doesn't look anything like it was supposed to be. The story is like basically if you just you just need to take Rawhead Rex away from this whole title because I don't think yep. it, I don't think it really like it doesn't really. They just wanted to have his name on it, like Clive Barker's Rawhead Rex, so like it would sell. It would be yeah. more popular. If it was just a stand, like, and this is how I have to do it because it's so much different than the story. If it was a standalone B movie, like monster on a rampage right. thing, which, like, I think, like, I agree, like, they had to go the way they did because you can't make a penis walking around killing people, like, yeah. it, it, like especially in that time, it they w- it wouldn't have got through any of the censors. Um, um, it's a shame they didn't do anything like fun with the kills because I still feel like they could have still done that and kept Rawhead Rex. I think for the way Rawhead Rex looks on his own it's it's funny yeah and i think the special effects are good like when they show up close although it's very goofy and corny yeah i feel like it works for this movie because it's just like i mean listen it's so out of place though it is it's weird design is so out of place from there it's a period it's a period piece set in ireland but like that creature has 
That's why I kind of like it's it. It's like though. devoid. Yeah, but I the agree. creature is like devoid of any sort of mm-hmm. contextual right yeah. setting. Yeah. I know. Like, I this looks agree. like a movie like a bunch of college kids put together. Yeah, I agree. But it's <laughs> yeah, but I enjoy it, and I enjoy it because it's terrible, and it is fucking awful garbage, and I it, it it's nothing like the story. But at the end of the day, I still have fun with this movie, and it is a movie I could watch again and again because it's so dumb. Um, so I'll probably give it like a six. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I don't really have any attachment to this movie, mm-hmm. and going into it, I wanted gore. There wasn't really much gore there. <laughs> no, no, there's um, nothing. I yeah. wanted nudity. There was only one pair of tits. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just, I would at least want to go into it with something like, okay, what's a memorable scene from this movie? So I go back, oh, let's, let's watch that kill again, but there's really- The memorable no, scene for nothing. me is how absurd a Rawhead Rex is, <laughs> and that's why I like it, because like I feel like- I feel well. I mean, if you put it this way, I like mean, Decker's good. Well, no, I mean, like you put it this way. Like, imagine yeah, if but, imagine if they made the the rawhead rex creature better, but it was the same everywhere else. It wouldn't necessarily it wouldn't necessarily have made the movie better because no, the yeah. movie's still kind of what it is. I don't know. So it doesn't really matter what kind of creature you put in there. The movie's still not that great overall. So for me, it does the opposite because the creature looks so bad and goofy. It's fun for me. No, yeah. I don't. Yeah, know. I, I don't. I, I don't even think he looks bad. It just, it looks like they're trying to tell a story about the, and the setting is interesting of this pre-Christian Neolithic demigod or whatever you want to call it. But what Rawhead Rex is, is he's a wrestler. Is a, <laughs> like, ba- I mean, like he's got like yeah. human pants on. Yeah. It makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. No, he doesn't. He's do like you, a mullet. Do you think you would have appreciated it more if they would have given more backstory about him? I mean, well, and, and a better and better creature design, but like more about why, what significance did he have? Because they don't really explain I, it. Like I, that. I, man, I guess they were. I, I, I guess it was very time and place because I guess the video nasty thing was such a big deal at the at that very point in the eighties. I don't think it was, but I think because this. I mean, I it. Because was look, it, how many movies were like that before that that were that had sexual overtones? Like they could have been a little bit more sexual and just not. Right, sh- I people can be horny in was, a scene. It was just yeah. this company in particular that was taking uh, that approach. Yeah, you know? but, yeah, but again, yeah. then why take the source material? Why exactly? Take yeah, Clyde I mean, Barker. I hundred percent agree. I can't imagine Clyde Barker licensing this shit out was that expensive. So why, like, yeah, because he was hungry as fuck for money. I, I, it it just boggles my mind but i'm going with steph it was a five like i it's it's not the worst movie it's not the best movie i could watch it again but like at the end of the day there's nothing other than seeing rawhead's derpy ass face <laughs> oh my god really see now to go back now to. i want to fucking make us watch night beast because night beast is like a goofy ass costume but in a goofy ass setting so it all meshes together whereas this is like a goofy ass costume in like a serious setting so it's weird but that is why I but like this it. makes me think of evil speak like imagine evil speak without clint howard or like the really cool computer graphic effects and like take all that cool shit occult shit out of evil speak and you're like this is this a bland setting in a military academy but what they did with it made it interesting yeah and there's cool kills in it there's nothing like that. Yeah, in this I mean that is my one thing. Like, and it's a, like I said, like, I give it a six, but like I, God, like just please, like they could have done so much. Like it's a huge creature, and yeah. all you're making them do, yeah. is, they, all they, you're making them do is pick people up and choke them. It's they boring. took the money to spend the, to shoot it in Ireland of all places exactly. too, yeah. which wasn't I cheap. I understand sure. that decision. It's weird. Like I figured, like for what they used, like I mean, look at the settings. Like you didn't need to go to Ireland to do that. You could have did that, and you could have found fields anywhere. Yeah, there's nothing. Probably had to do with the production yeah. company where yeah. they where they got it. But. Masa, we've come to you. I mean, I feel like with they had a budget. 
Like, it wasn't like nothing. They said it was low budget, but even... It was more than Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was more than a lot of yeah, movies we rated. Well, I mean, this is also late 80s, and Texas Chainsaw Massacre was 70s, but this was basically, I think, translated back then, like, three, four million dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, like, they, they had the budget. They should have taken the time on the creature design. Like, there's just no fucking excuse. Well, they had a, also, they had a very tight shooting schedule, and the ending, the very end, they actually had people come back pro bono to shoot the very end yeah, of it. Come on. And they had, like, 50% <laughs> of the crew come back just to shoot that graveyard scene in the daylight again. Come on. Um, which is why... Why? Well, looks yeah. That, yeah. that <laughs> graveyard scene didn't need to exist. <laughs> no. It didn't fucking it's a, well, add no, anything. It's a stupid carry thing, dude. Yeah. That's all it is, yeah. and, they don't, and it doesn't need to be in there. It's right. But I feel like... The only reason they felt like they had to put that in there is because the ending is so abrupt. Like it the, is abrupt. Like when they're walking away and he's like, yeah. "It's over." It's like, yeah. It, like I don't even like the ending where he pops back up. I think that's terrible. But like they could have just had that kid looking at the gravestone and just ended mm-hmm. it with that, and maybe had some dirt. But move. that kid, you forget about that kid. Nobody cares oh, yeah. about that back. kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if they would have ended it right where they're just like, "It's over," it would have been even like more awkward because yeah. it's like because it is such like like this movie doesn't really have a good like pacing to it either. It's just kind of no. like it's kind of like. It's, Which is why I don't know how you guys good. can rate it that high. Like I don't uh, think five is high. Well, it's, it's high for me. Well, it is high for you. But like, listen, I like I said, I like I had this movie and I've seen it before and I'll watch it again because it's just Rawhead Rex. I like this movie because Rawhead Rex looks so bad. And he's <laughs> it com- is yeah. so and bad. It, and it's but also, to me. But also the acting like- is competent and the setting is fine. And some of the, sh- I mean, structurally the the way it's shot isn't that bad. It's just the fact that raw every time you see Rawhead. Just pulls you the fuck out. Yeah. Pulls you the yeah. fuck out. I, I don't like... Sometimes I have a problem, too, with, like, us rewarding, like, mediocrity and just, like, how bad <laughs> things well, I don't are. Think we're like, we, we're like, oh, it's so bad. We're going to give it a 10. Like, sometimes but, I can't. But you don't have to. But, no, but I you know, like movies like that, Sometimes movies are so bad that they're, they're, enjoyable. they're enjoyable. But some, bad is bad, but, like, sometimes bad is enjoyable. And, and I, this I, is yeah. just... And, I, yeah. think, I think this yeah. warrants being mediocre. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. For me, this movie is so bad that it's good, but not amazingly good. Right, yeah. Like, the creature design just pisses me off so much that so I, I like can't it. handle it. Hey, listen, I, I got you, Melissa. I, I support you. Like, they didn't spend enough... But, like, the entire fucking movie is Rawhead Rex, and they didn't even fucking care. Like, they did not care about that creature design, and it pisses me off, and that's why it's getting a three. Well, <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean, this is this is what I think. Like, I, I like Rawhead Rex. Like, I think he looks goofy, but I like when they show him. I like how they did, like John said, the mouth inside the mouth. I think they did awesome things with his eyes moving, and there was a lot of... I, I, and like, maybe I'll it just this, didn't translate on YouTube at all. I mean, I watched the YouTube one too, bro. But, like, listen, I mean... I liked I liked no, it. Go eat bro, Fred. I mean, listen. <laughs> listen, bro, bitch. Um, I just, it's yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thankful this movie exists simply because that raw head design exists, and I don't think you would ever see that in yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, it's no. fucking weird. No, but you will see it in other movies that we'll do at some point. I wish we, I, like, I wish it was back in the day when we could pick our movies because we would be doing Night Beast. Because mm. that mean, movie, Melissa, it's a fucking treat. <laughs> it's a treat and a half, but Night it's Beast. a lie. This is what, you say treat, I say trash. Yeah, it's gonna be trash for you. This is what you hear the whole movie, <laughs> and he like shoots people with a laser, and they go. Ah! They did we, the, did we just come skeleton. up with a new segment, Treat or Trash, <laughs> <laughs> starring Melissa and Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> treat or Trash. Today we have Waterworld versus uh, Night Beast. Well, the IMDb rating was five point one, so. And that's right probably about where we are. And, and I was that's like, that's that's what the IMDb inflation. So yeah. I mean, I said it's pretty good for this movie. Oh, Rotten Tomatoes, 
23%? Yeah, thank you. I would say that's pretty... uh, That's Melissa just... Keep voting. Yeah. <laughs> Keep voting. Vote down. Melissa. 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 I'm back again. Am You're I? back again, Melissa. She does that before we do an episode that she really, really hates. And she's had like some time to stew on this, so she's been voting it down. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. I'm going to announce the next movie. It uh, is a Patreon pick by Donnie Forschler. So this, is, this movie is the one and only movie directed by Mickey Rose. I guess he was known more as a writer. He like wrote on some... Dick Van Dyke. Oh, I know. Hey, Mickey Rose, (laughs) come over here. Direct this Um, movie. And it stars a bunch of people that I don't know. Hey, hey, Mickey Mickey Rose, get that bunch (laughs) of people over here. We're going to film this movie. The laugh count begins. (laughs) Got it. Got it. It's Student Bodies from 1981. Ladies and gentlemen, in order to achieve an R rating today, a motion picture must contain full frontal nudity graphic violence, or an explicit reference to the sex act. Since this film has none of those, and since research has proven that R-rated films are by far the most popular with the movie-going public, the producers of this motion picture have asked me to take this opportunity to say, fuck you. I've never seen it. I predict titties. I predict there must be titties. Lots. And I predict that I don't remember this movie at all. Mm. So it should all. be fun for all of us. Well, there's a Blu-ray of it that exists, it's so gonna be, I'll be watching It's it. going to be fresh. Go on iTunes and write us a review, because if you write us a review, you get entered into the Throw Me Lottery, which is up next. Thrill me, thrill me, thrill me. So the Throw Me Lottery, uh, we enter you in the contest. I draw, we usually try to draw once a month, and it's for a free t-shirt. Free t-shirt. So if you, and we keep you in here, we don't take you out. Like, I mean, obviously, if you win, we take you out. If I select you and I and I call your name, you have to reach out to us. We're not going to reach out to you. Say my name. Bella! Latin Bella 23. Latin Ooh. Bella. <laughs> oh, it sounds sed- seductive. I, uh, that is a wrestler basically. Ooh. I don't know who that is. It does sound like it, right? Sounds spicy. The Bella Twins. I think that requires an iTunes review. So why don't you just go on there and rate us one? It takes two seconds. You don't even have to write anything long. You just can't curse. And we will be forever in your debt. And that helps us expand our visibility, which we are always striving to do. Um, There's a lot of other hard podcasts out there. And we try to stand out for you guys and try to do something a little different. But we love you guys. Thank you for the support. Please do that. Maybe consider, if you like what we do, becoming a Patreon member. At the dollar level, we will be having a big giveaway going on soon. And we also have two Blu-rays in my hands right now. One is a steel book and one is a regular Blu-ray plus DVD and a digital code for the 2017 release of It, the first part. Um, We'll be doing a giveaway on our Patreon for those. So if you sign up at the dollar level, you'll be entered to win. And Steph will be putting details for that soon. So sign up for our Patreon. We will be having... That's not only the only gift we'll be giving away. We, we have, have a uh, lot We have of tons stuff. of stuff. We have stuff from Charles Clary. We have stuff from Be a Pia Bear, which is like horror uh, illustrations. We have tons of stickers. We have tons of pins. Mm-hmm. We have a ton of shit to give away because, we listen... We have panties worn by Stephanie. Yes. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You have to pay shit. for those. <laughs> yeah. We got two-month-olds, guys. Two-month-olds. No. They got some streaks in them. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of stuff streaks to give away. Streaks of passion. So, so if you're on Patreon, uh, keep an eye out. I'll be posting soon for that. You know where to find us. We are on Instagram, Say You Love Satan Podcast. On uh, Facebook, Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. 
Our website is sayyoulovesatanpodcast.com. On there, you can email us. You can uh, link to the Redbubble shop and you can buy some stuff. You can click on the Patreon banner and become a member. You can leave us a voicemail. So check out our site. You can also listen to the episodes on there. But go to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Please. Yes. Help us. Help me. Help me to be better. Help us. But just don't say anything bad about me. Like everybody's always always picking on Jessa. Why don't you be nice for once and say I'm great. Thank you. Until next episode. Say you. Satan. Rahim. Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming. But more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.